This product contains strong language, intense violence, two dudes resisting the urge to make out with each other, and excessive discussions related to poop and wieners. The Tilted Casuals podcast is rated M for mature. Is this better? <laughs> so much better. <laughs> You're not gonna have to look very hard for that uh, audio wave chillers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a That's solid me. block. <laughs> yeah, it happened. It happened a couple times. Uh, I think like while we're talking, it's harder to notice. But then when yeah, when I was like recording, there was a couple spots. It happened on my end as well, where it was just like, pfft, just like no audio. It's like oh, yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Cool. We've had this blue, whatever you call it. Yeah, you're the one who bought it, weren't you? I did. Yeah. The Goat Media Days, man. Yeah, back when we you, wanted to be YouTubers. Yeah, have you told them about our I'm pretty Goat sure, Media yeah. Days? I'm sure I have. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty man. sure. Didn't, aren't you the one who designed the logo for that? Mm. Oh! Or was that, or was yeah. that Jesse? No, that was me. I did want to remember that. Badass logo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you even paid you. I think I even paid you. Did I pay you for it? I think I was supposed to pay you for it. You gave me, it was like I just you gave me like ten bucks. I said nothing, yeah. but you like you threw me like ten dollars or some shit. I was like, okay, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that so, was that was, was a good fun. logo, man. It was, you did good work. Mm-hmm. I never threw it on fucking my, my fiver. Every now and then I go back to watch one of those videos. Yeah, just like, to see. One of them's got like sixty something views, and it's like, huh, hey, not too bad, not too shabby. No, <laughs> probably yeah, all Lucas. Probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that depressing? It's like the same shit when I had when I was doing like very consistent YouTube uploads, and then uh, my most successful video was not related to my channel at all. I uploaded it to the wrong channel, and it just made like it was just like a meme. It was of the uh, the Will Smith slap. I like I made like a, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure like dub of it, and with like fake subtitles and shit. And it was I was dying the whole time I made it. I uploaded it. I got like a couple thousand views. I'm like. Holy nice, this gets nice. views, but not hard work for like three hours worth of recording <laughs> no, and editing. Geez, man. No, I don't no, know how no, YouTubers do it no. these days, man. It's Dude. crazy. Dude, reaction videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Like that's I all. I was watching because uh, Cinnamon Toast Ken talks about it all the time. Oh, like, yeah. When I was uh, primarily like a gaming YouTuber, he's like, you know, I, I made enough to get by and I had fun. And he's like, you know, you, he's like, I noticed like a decline in the like the algorithm for my my videos i guess because everybody else is making gaming videos and he's like i slowly transitioned into just reaction videos and he's like Mm -hmm. his uh his viewership and like comments and likes and all that kind of stuff like quadrupled skyrocketed yeah in like less than a year and it just it just keeps going he's like this is the easiest job in the world he's like my wife finds videos sends them to me through email and then i just record over it and that's it and i make a ton of money off of it yeah, I don't blame. Him. I've seen. I've, I've watched a lot of his his reaction videos. They're great. They're hilarious. 
Yeah. It's insane. Why aren't we doing that? Because everyone's doing it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair, fair point. Yeah. I think it's like it's like Jack and like Markiplier are the only ones that are still just gaming. Solely just gaming. Reaction stuff every now and then, but it's like five yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Jack is starting to transition into more you know, he'll like watch some TikToks, try not to laugh, stuff like that. I, I okay, I guess only say, every now and again will he upload a video game. I skip those. I can't I don't give a shit about those. I absolutely love videos. I absolutely love Markiplier's try not to laugh. I don't know what it is. So fucking funny. But that man trying not to laugh makes it very hard to not laugh. Yeah. Distractable's great too. I finally listened to like one so of their funny. episodes. Oh, I, I oh dude. It. I I listened to that. I'm a couple of months behind. I need to go through and I like to I do this with a lot with a lot of my podcasts. I like listen to it religiously and then I'll stop for like three months straight and then I'll go back and binge everything that I missed. I listen to this track bowling on the way to work. You know, it was funny the uh, the first episode that I watched when I was listening to it, uh there was like a portion it was probably like only a couple months ago. It's like it's a relatively new episode and they were talking about how they do like their point system to like, you know, who hosts the next one? But they do oh, the yeah, same yeah. shit on like their their games and stuff. So I was yeah. I knew what they were talking about, but not specifically for the podcast. And then there was a part when Mark's like, "Man, and if uh, he's like, I feel bad for any any listener here who who has this episode as their very first ever distractible <laughs> because they're gonna be very confused." And as he was saying it, I'm like, "I'm so confused." And I was like, <laughs> "Well, that's why." What the fuck? <laughs> he called you out, motherfucker. You need to like, oh. both of you. Need to watch the Bob's Fridge episode. Oh, I have. Absolutely. I absolutely have. That that's yeah, Joe, go listen to Bob's Fridge. It's Bob's like, Fridge. It's uh, like Bob's within the first Fridge. dozen episodes that they put out, so it's kinda old at this point, but it's it's fucking hilarious. I actually think Bob it's is the so funniest funny. one. Bob is super funny. They're all yeah. hilarious. He, Bob is like the straight man. Like he doesn't like he's funny, but he doesn't like he's not goofy like Mark is. Yeah. He uses a lot they're, of physical uh, humor. They're all the three of them in a podcast is literally just yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, it's hilarious. Distractable. Cool. Feature us. Have us on as guests. We'll do it. <laughs> money. Oh, it was the um uh like weird weird animals part one or some shit, or like weird just, nature part one. It's it's weird. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the episode I was watching. Oh, that's hilarious. No, they started making fun of Wade because Wade had an episode just about weird. When do they not make fun of and Wade? And then Mark made Weird 2, and then Bob made Weird 3. Yeah, weird. Like, it was Weird 1 because, yeah, it was like the first thing he brought up. They all already knew what it was. They're like, you think that's weird? He's like, yeah, look at it. It's, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like I, don't know, I see it all the time. It's like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I thought it was weird. And they were just like gaslighting him into thinking that it was not weird. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I know it's a bit, but poor Wade. He get, he takes so much abuse. <laughs> I love it. It's it's very Wade. funny. Well, the thing is, Wade eats it. Wade is he does he 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 takes it. Yeah, Wade is unstoppable because the only thing you can do to hurt him just makes him stronger. <laughs> he, will, he will outlast <laughs> us all. He's figured life out, <laughs> and it just makes bag. people defend mm. him more. Yeah. Yeah, the Wade subreddit is stronger than ever. <laughs> oh, it's so they're so freaking funny. But oh, no, man. you need to watch Bob's Fridge. Bob's Fridge is it's hilarious. It's, it, yeah, it's so good. The next episode cool, cool. is just a reaction episode. Distractable reaction. 
we react. But it's all just listening. It's all just it's a podcast. Yeah, we we play we play their entire episode, and at the end we just go, "Yeah, that was pretty funny," and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is that is. And then and then and then we get sued. And then our next episode, <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, we got sued by Distract. No, it's cloud. Yeah, we get sued, cloud. we go to court, and then we talk about how we met Mark. <laughs> exactly. exactly. In court. Foolproof. It's foolproof. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's, that's so fucking funny. Infamy <laughs> is still a type of fame. It's got the word fame in it. Yeah. Oh, anyway, part two, motherfuckers. Part two. Part two. Final main episode of uh, season Uno. Yeah, this is technically the season one finale. Whoa. I'm honored. Yeah. My friend was asking too, like, um like how how the seasons work. I was just like, Well it's when I first question. uploaded an episode at the bottom of the details, it asked me if I wanted to give this a season and an episode number. I'm like, Yeah, that sounds official. It season does, one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all it was. And then I, I figured it made sense for this because this is literally just about our top 10 games so i was right. like all right that i guess that makes sense as a season one and then season two will be I don't know, who, who the fuck knows yeah. go from there <laughs> we'll, we'll try to make it somewhat consistent yeah, but this is our introductory story. anime arc yeah. it will have a definitive end and then we will move on to another arc within the and same we go show super saiyan yes yes mm-hmm. someone has to die and then I'm the new better. character that you guys bring in just to kill you, off. You're the one that dies. Roger. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're also like the fan favorite that like when you die, it just makes people like more invested in the show because like of the emotional toll that, that they've taken. You'll essentially be like Curlin in Dragon Ball where you die five times and then you're still Yeah, there. so we'll you kill you at the end of this episode and then like next season you're back and we just don't ever talk about it yeah you just i'll just show like up speak in the middle part. of a sentence at some point and yeah leave it to the viewers to be like hey <laughs> wait a <laughs> second <laughs> they'll, they'll start making reaction videos about that it's like yeah. lore the lore and and for everyone who know who noticed a lack of a fourth voice in here unfortunately loken was not able to join us uh for this episode um yeah, he's got some some business going on, but yeah, we we said we'll bring him in another one to make up for it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll bring him in in a future episode for sure. Now I'm the only newbie. Oh, <gasps> food! Thank you, Don. I guess you're you're not really a newbie anymore, though. You've popped your cherry. Yeah, I have. You're like you're a, a podcast, podcast slut. A podcast slut. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> Just keeps coming back for more. Yes. Dirty birdie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lucas is going to be eating this episode, so um, we'll we'll they, try not to make the smacks too loud. Uh, I <clears throat> I'm a professional now. You heard it here first, folks. I'm not a noob. So anyway, I guess we'll is, see. If for some reason this is your very first episode, welcome. This is the Delta Casuals podcast. Uh, I'm Michael. That's Joe. This is my brother Lucas. Howdy. Um. I don't know why I'm pointing. You guys can't see me. But uh, this is part two of our Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, generic Soulsborne um, extravaganza. Did you just call Soulsborne 
generic. Well, that wasn't the, the right way. It was like the, all things from software, essentially. Um, just about. All things from software, just about. Just about, just yes. Almost everything. Yeah, I don't know what the actual title is, is called. I haven't looked at it, but <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> but, Joe, have you played Armored Core 6 yet? I have. What do you I haven't played it? a lot because I started classes again, but I, I finished the first chapter and I love it. It's as awesome, awesome as it looks. It's very hard, but very awesome. Like I Mike's wiener. Oh. He would know. I haven't uh, haven't gotten it yet, unfortunately. Um, Me either. I'm I haven't had a lot of time. And yeah, I... I I'm also broke, <laughs> so it'll probably have to be a next paycheck kind of thing for me. But I do plan on getting it at some point because it it looks awesome. Yeah, um, I've I've played most of the games in the series, um, aside from I don't, I don't know if they like how they're considered. They're like not full sequels. It's like a sequel within a sequel where they do them a lot. Like there's like last raven and silent line but they're part of like that sequel kind of thing so i haven't played all of those i've played all the mainline games mm-hmm. um but they definitely I, I feel like they definitely took some of the success from the dark souls games and twisted it into mainline armored core which is pretty cool to see like it still feels like an armored mm-hmm. core game but the boss fight specifically definitely feel like they're like okay dark souls is pretty well maybe we can spice these up a little bit with some extra yeah. extra flavor that's, that's where i've heard that's because cool. people say for the most part this is not a souls boring game but <laughs> the boss fights are where they've taken they can they've they've they can see the most inspiration from dark souls because big bosses with flashy telegraphed attacks and things like that and you have to learn their patterns and things like the that. bosses so, are brutal in this yeah, game too this is cool. what i've heard but the actual like minute to minute gameplay is is Armored Core. It's not Dark Souls or Sekiro or anything. Man. And and I think that's fine. I have never played an Armored Core game, so I'm looking forward to uh, experiencing it. Yeah, no, I've never played one either. But Pretty uh, sweet. They have like a lot of uh, the customizes, customization in these games. Is It's, it's a lot of yeah. fun. Because it's also, it has like a built-in strategy to it. So it's like um, some components like uh, your arms will allow you to either carry your heavy or lighter weapons. So, like, if your arms aren't powerful enough, you'll have, like, a harder time managing bigger weapons. But then heavier arms also adds onto your full, like, mech's equipment load. So then you have to get bigger legs, but then bigger legs, you'll move slower and stuff like that. So then if you have to do all that, you have to upgrade, like, your generator to have, like, a bigger energy usage bar. So you kind of have to like strategize between like what uh what equipment you're gonna wear and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then um because there's a shop, so you buy them and stuff like that, and then right the resale value is the same as it is to purchase it. So if you don't like something, you just sell oh, it back cool. and try something else, which is cool. But then you could also no, just really cool. stockpile and swap around as you go because they have um when when you sort into a mission, there's little drop pods that you'll encounter depending on how long the mission is. So say you have like a like a the first half of the mission is just like all tanks just straight up like uh physical armor and you just want to bring in a whole bunch of like heavy weaponry like rocket launchers and shit like that you do that you get to your equipment load and like the boss is fucking you up because now he has like a generating shield you can go back to like that spot 
swap out your your gear and put on some like anti-energy shield stuff and you know go from there to try to re-strategize what you were doing gotcha so you're not playing an entire level with just one load set yeah i mean you can if you want to it's it'll it makes it a lot harder right like there was a guy who already beat the game without any weapons equipped he just of course jesus christ meleeed his way through with bare fist mech so Jesus That's Christ. A, I don't understand people like that. I, I don't I do not get it. Especially the, I, the the final boss in the first chapter has a massive regenerating shield. Yeah. And regular weapons take forever to crack that. So I don't know how long this guy <laughs> was doing this this uh, game cuz like it's absurd. Props to you, but like I don't understand what kind of I'm not even I'm not even going to go that far to give him props. Like what that's almost like <laughs> unnecessarily you hate like, what the hell. Yeah, no, I'm going to give them props because I try to think of the type of person that would be willing to do that and they would scare me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be nice to them. <laughs> All right. I, I was listening to Northern Lion uh the other day. He was talking about the same thing. He was reading a comment on like his Twitch or whatever. And they're talking about how like they were already on like New Game Plus Plus on Arkham Armor Core Six, and Northern Lion was like, "My guy, the game's been out f- two days. <laughs> like, calm down a little bit." It's nuts. It's like the, the people dumped in like seventy hours into Starfield already. It's like Jesus, Christ. Starfield's not even out yet. It's all early access yeah. shit. That's wild. Yeah, there's a um... just save up their vacation. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it came out oh, yesterday. Oh, no, I guess technically Thursday at night. But I don't know. And then people were like, yeah, I beat it in 16 hours. It's like, Why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> Why? Like, are you even in... Yeah, it's right. like people who like eat, eat their food super fast and they don't even like chew it. They just like swallow it to get it down. It's like, are you even enjoying it? Me. How do you enjoy a, <laughs> <laughs> how do you even enjoy a game if you're speeding through it that fast? Uh, yeah, I, I have no know. idea. But uh, I know, yeah, it's, a, it's a solid game. I think you'll you'll both definitely yeah. like it a lot. It's really uh, good. I'm very much looking forward it. to getting it then. Did you see it too that that girl recently um, playing through Elden Ring with like singing and like different pitches and keys would like do different. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I haven't watched it yet. But like I saw like what? a two minute clip of it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, it's like you're just <laughs> you fight millennia and you're 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 watching the video and it's just ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah it's literally what it was i do that anyway what is when there I fight left her, but... <laughs> what is there left to play these games on people have used guitar hero controllers people have used a dance dance revolution map people have they used, used the, like that the dk the... drums donkey kong yeah <laughs> the little like fisher price toy controller like what is there left to, to play, I saw on. someone. Uh, someone rigged. Heart. They rigged a bop it at one I point too for Dark Souls Two. Um, if you haven't beat Elden Ring with the eye tracker, then you're not really a fan. <laughs> eye tracker, Jesus Christ! Do you guys watch um, Doug Doug on YouTube? Negative Ghost Rider. He plays a lot of. He does a lot of stuff like that. Where he mainly plays stuff like Skyrim, uh, but he'll like. He'll, like, set himself a goal, you know, like, from the very beginning of the game, see how fast you can, you know, marry somebody or get to this specific part of the map or the story. But he gives himself some type of handicap that will punish him if he does it. And one of them was literally, like, 
he cannot like he'll do an eye tracker and if he ever like looks at his character he has to die and start back from the beginning again what yeah so does he does he play in third person then uh no 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 that that was that was super mario odyssey that he did that on he played super mario odyssey with eye tracker i mean they're quite similar, fair enough. Yes. Well, I there was there was like a day where I watched like five of his, his videos back to back, and they were all sort of that same thing. Right. So. Oh no no no! He played. There's a couple. He played Skyrim with with like his voice uh, act. Like this. I don't know. He did this mod that hooked up to his mic, and if you said certain words, they would spawn in the game. Like a million of them. Like if you ever said the word dragon, then it would spawn like ten dragons in the area. And it was funny because he's streaming on Twitch as he's doing it, and Twitch will like, because on Twitch, I don't know if if you're familiar with Lucas, um, they can like pay a certain amount of money or something like that, and their comment is essentially the person who is streaming will read your comment. Yeah. Um, And they will like send in these sentences that are made in such a way to try to get him to say these things. Oh, no. You know, like they'll hide the word dragon in a sentence somewhere no. so that the mic thinks he's saying dragon <laughs> and it will spawn like 10 dragons. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's hilarious. I've only ever done like the voice activated shit with, um, well, aside from like SOCOM, but uh, for Alien Isolation. Yeah, that's legendary. That game is so fun. Horrifying. That was yeah awful, especially when you're hiding in the locker and it's like mm-hmm. hypersensitive. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever game. even beat that game. You never beat Alien Isolation? No. Man. You're missing out, my bro. I never finished the DLCs, but the main game is incredible. I feel like I beat the DLC, like the Nostromo one. I feel like I beat that at least, at least once. Yeah, I never I finished need to it. Play it again. I can't remember. We, yeah, honestly, we should play it like for Halloween. It's a great game. Such yeah. a good game. It's so scary, man. <laughs> I remember so played on the hardest difficulty. Do it. Jesus oh, Christ. you have to do horror games on the hardest difficulty, man. Mm. Tough. Like I, I remember the hospital part. The the med the med bay. Yeah, where yeah. he where the alien isn't just he's scripted to be there, and like that was like the first part where it's like he's just here. He's just here, and uh, and he's stalking you. Good luck. It was yeah. terrifying, man. Yeah, it's very scary. Ooh. <laughs> Anywho, on to the episode. So, um, last time we just kind of did a free-for-all. We talked about, we like ranked all the different Souls games uh, for us, what our favorites were. If you don't remember, every single one of us said Bloodborne is our favorite, which mm-hmm. of course it is because Bloodborne is the best. But we like all the Souls games. And we just kind of, we just kind of talked from there about why we like these games um, and, and things like that. This one, we're going to try to have more of a focus on the lore of the Dark Souls games, because it, obviously it can be an episode in and of itself. Um, be a channel in and of itself. Yeah, and a lot of YouTubers yep. do make their <laughs> base their channel off of Dark Souls lore. So we're going to get to as much as we can in like, you know, a two and a half, three hour long episode as we can. But since this isn't a Dark Souls podcast, this is where the majority of our thoughts and opinions and stuff will go. Yeah, so. I had um I had a couple things too to kind of I guess get us started that I was thinking about right before we got on, uh, yeah, yeah. that we didn't get to bring up. 
And one thing specifically, I was surprised none of us brought up because um, we were talking about like favorite bosses and you know bosses that like fucked us up and shit like that. And I don't know. I was just I was I was walking dandelion and like randomly popped in my head. I was like, how did nobody mention the sanctuary guardian from the Artorias DLC? Like oh, first encounter ooh, with that thing, Jesus yeah, fucking fair. Christ, man! That's it popped into my head. I'm like, because I was thinking about just like the whole lore of how well structured that DLC is, mm-hmm. and I think that's it's like out of out of all the games, it it ties in like the most directly to the base game because mm-hmm. everything yeah. in that was is mentioned at some point, and yeah. the other games, I feel like the DLCs are just you know just more shit to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with with the Artorias DLC, it's it's stuff that you looked for as you were playing but it like it wasn't actually there and then the dlc came out and like when you're encountering things you're like oh this is that this is that blah 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 right right right. and which but, um, that's a big part of that is because the dlc was totally supposed to be a part of the base game yeah yeah but they got so I, I guess you could argue it was like it was, it was a money grab but a, <laughs> a, well, a well-made uh, one <laughs> yeah well it was, that or no was just too much about giving them money for if from software yeah. had it their way they would have they would have released it with the rest of the game, but it's the oh, same I think they would have too. It's the same yeah. reason why Isolith is just awful. They ran out of time and they yeah. had to get the game out. But I think in hindsight, they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad we released this as a DLC and got just a little bit more money out of yeah. it. Yeah, it's a great so, DLC. Oh, yeah. Great bosses. It's great. Artorius yeah. is one of my favorite boss fights. Ever. Artorius is fun. Just one of the what's one of the coolest characters in Dark Souls. Period. Mm-hmm. Artorius mm-hmm. is a badass. Yeah, but no, it really is. Yeah, Sanctuary Guardian. Yeah, that fucked me up. Um, did you ever go back and fight the duo? Duo. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I went like if you backtrack after you finish a DLC, there's just two of them there. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's horrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Why no. would you do that? It's not a great fight. Are they like <laughs> two bosses? Like yes. like like the Bell Gargoyles? There's yes. two of them. Yes. Jesus Christ. Why? No, it's not good because <laughs> it's just two things, dude. See, it's like it's tough. Ornstein and Smo is a phenomenal fight. Oh yeah, because their their balance. You know, mm-hmm. you've got the fast one and the slow one, right? But and like that's just dumbing it down, you know, in layman's terms. But then with with the Sanctuary Garden, it's like it's just two of them. It's just two. <laughs> it's the same boss, big, but twice. Big hard, many die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. That, that thing guy. does like a, a mix of everything. Just the because it's uh yeah. it's a manticore, right? Because it's mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, and it has or a chimera it, or something. It flies around. It has fast attacks. It has heavy attacks. It's got horns. It has the poison snake. It has lightning. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, unpredictable attack patterns. It's like the ultimate DPS slash skill check for mm-hmm. like any game yeah. I can think of. Yeah. Because it's like you you enter the DLC. There's a bonfire. You, you light it, get your little quick save, and then you're just in a tunnel. You walk out, and it's just there. It's just there, yeah. yeah it's like, no warning. So let's see how ready you are for the DLC. And there, yeah. it's it's probably it's one of the hardest bosses of the DLC, probably aside from Manus. And honestly, one of the hardest bosses of the whole game, probably. It is very, yeah. very... I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. one or two, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Man, I because the DLC game. also has um, Kalamit. Calamite, well, yeah, which, yeah, which is another really rough Fuck boss that. fight. Yeah. Cool as shit, though. Oh it yeah, is super cool for like getting Hawkeye Goff to help you shoot him down. Yeah, that's, the that's, whole... an, that's epic. Oh man, 
if you've never played Dark Souls before, I'm sure this is all super confusing, but just take our words for it. It's hard as shit, but it's good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the motto of the series. Mm -hmm. What do y'all think is the best single fight, boss fight in the first Dark Souls? In just the first one? Yeah, just the first one. What do you think is the best fight? (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to name something. I don't know if it's actually my number one, but it popped into my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Iron Golem. Only if you get black iron targets to help you. <laughs> so for the lore, <laughs> lore value. <laughs> yes. Just because black iron targets is... You could just sit back and watch. Well, he's actually just called iron targets. Oh, well, it's not black yeah. iron targets? No. Okay, just, just iron, iron targets. But did, were you guys ever able to, like... I don't know what causes him to do this, but, like, I saw a clip once. I don't think I ever got him to do it, where you're just, you're just watching Tarkus and the Iron Golem duke it out. And if it gets to a certain point, Tarkus will just straight up shove him off the cliff. Well, so you can stagger the Iron Golem. You can just do that by yourself. If you if you do enough poise damage, and he'll start to get a little dizzy. And then if you do enough poise damage while he's dizzy, he'll fall on his ass. If you do that while he's standing by a ledge... He'll just fall to his death. I guess that's what he did because that's mm-hmm. what I watched. It was epic. Yeah. And you can the, jump the... off too if you angle it properly, like right at the beginning. Yep. There's like a gimmick oh, yeah, you yeah. can do. I don't remember how it is yeah. exactly, but you run to like the back wall and hover right over it's like a corner rock pile or some shit, and he'll yep. do like mm-hmm. a lunge attack. And if you have it proper, he just boop right off. Yeah. I've heard of people, which I guess this was probably when the when the game very first came out. Uh the Iron Golem was like the hardest boss for people. People could not get past Iron Golem. And yeah. nowadays, he's like, he's, I would say he's one of the easiest bosses in the entire I game. I feel like it's just, it's Even very easy Tarkus. to roll off yourself if you're not paying attention because that arena is yeah. so small. <laughs> true. He's, he's true. a knowledge check, too. And he's huge. Because he is, he's weak to strike and lightning, but so strong against everything else. Like, and if you, if you don't think, well, maybe this sharp, blade isn't working well you're just you're gonna have a rough time yeah and like he can pick you up and he can throw you yeah like i i can see it being difficult it's oh, just, yeah. i i have never struggled against him so even when or you I don't know you real. can get rid of uh, the artillery in the background and you just get yeah yourself oh yeah maybe, maybe blown people up don't to death. Do <laughs> maybe that's people don't do that because yeah because i've always gotten rid of that giant yep. so maybe that's what but no, so that's it, it. I don't know if I would actually say that that's the most epic fight, but what do you, when Tarkus is involved, it's pretty fucking cool. I gotta think. Ask the question. I don't even know if I have my own answer. Of the boss, is the Orsine look- Smo skip still a thing, or is that was that ever patched out? You still have that? I don't think I know of the skip. Yeah, I don't. Oh, guess you don't I know either. the skip? So no, I don't know. in their in their boss room, you run up to. Uh, the back right corner where the elevator shows up after the fight. Yeah. And basically you kind of just hang around there until you bait the lunging spear attack. And if uh-huh. you're in a proper angle, he'll spear you because he lifts you up and then he like mm-hmm. throws you down and you can get it to where he spears you into like the back of like behind the, the fog gate where the, the, the elevator shows up and slams you into the elevator and it just forces it and you just go up and they die. And then you light the bonfire, go oh. back down and loot them. Yeah, it's it was amazing. like a big thing for speedruns. Yeah. I've never seen that's, that before. I guess they amazing. must have patched that out because I've never seen it anywhere. Yeah, it's not anything like you'd think to to try because you have to get in like a really specific kind of corner right. section. Because if you're too far to the left or too far to the right, you just fall through the map and die. Right. But then yeah. you get it right and you just boop up the elevator. 
The the only boss skip I've ever concerned myself with is the centipede demon. Because mm. that thing's just trash. I hate that I hate, fight. It's so annoying. You can get stuck in a loop of him just standing a mile away, just throwing his face at you, and it's like, <laughs> I can do nothing with this. You're just, it, it, I'm not walking over the lava to get you. Mm-hmm. I have That's to kill stupid. you. And I hate that fight so much. So I, I hate all of Lost Isolith. <laughs> I hate every single part of it. Yeah. That's the one part of the game where I'm like, Oh, it's time to go to Isolith. <laughs> I love I love Dark Souls so much, but like as soon as you get the Lord Vessel, it does drop. It, it, it the does quality drop. drops a lot. Yeah, it's unfortunate. The it catacombs really is. is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a pretty. I actually like the catacombs. Duke's archives aren't bad, but Lo- Lost mm. Isolith and New Londo are both like I hate them so much I'm... that they kind of overshadow everything else. The bed of I chaos like is just like a dumb fight too. Well, the the worst quote unquote fight, fight. <laughs> yeah. in the entire series. Tree burning yeah. simulator. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I, I I will say oh, that that, that is the I I don't think there's a fight that I hate more than that one. That's not. I think I don't know. Uh, like back down to the the question, I want to oh, yeah. say I feel like probably Artorius is my yeah. favorite fight. Just yeah. like the the shift in mood when you get him to like phase two, mm-hmm. and he goes like full ape shit. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's between Artorius and Ornstein and Smo for me. Sif is a cool fight. Oh, Sif yeah. is a really it's, cool it's, fight. It's a big old dog with a sword in his mouth. Yeah, or her need, is, is need the uh, the atmosphere of Nito's boss area is really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nito's a fine boss too. The boss yeah. fight is pretty cool, like because of where he's at. Nito himself was kind of a letdown. That's fair. Yeah, he's expecting more he for like cool. death incarnate. <laughs> Does he design and everything? He's like, oh, S-tier. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, like yeah, the fight, like especially if like. I, I guess your first time going into it, it could be overwhelming because of all like the trash mobs that are constantly just like showing up. Right. But, like once you be in your first time and you realize you just do like a fire buffed weapon, just run in and just full aggro him and he dies mm-hmm. in like 30 seconds. Kind of like, yeah, because eh. he's so slow. You just run in circles and just yeah. smack him around and then he's dead. <laughs> and that that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but definitely not a bad boss. No, no, that, he's not. Yeah. The worst. No. I think I think I got to give my gold star to Ornstein and Smo just because it's the that's a good pick. When every time I fight a duo boss of any kind, I compare it compare it, it to, to Ornstein, Ornstein. Yeah, because that's that's the bar. That is the the pinnacle of it's it's two v one, but it's still balanced. It's, it's yeah. manageable. You're not. And I was just thinking of that with fighting. I was fighting the Crucible Knight duo just last night, and I'm like. I see they tried to make them balance a little bit. One would kind of hang off in the back while you're fighting the other, but then it's like out of nowhere. Uh, I just got stabbed for half my health by this other dude. <laughs> now they're now they're attacking at slightly different times. So I dodge one and I'm destroyed by the other. And it's like, oof. I've never experienced that with Ornstein and Smo. It always felt smooth. Yeah, and Ornstein and Smo, it, it, it's never felt unfair. No. Even after I... Even when I die again and again and again and again, I've always felt like, oh, I can get him next time. I can do it. Yeah, I have never felt like, oh, well, that's kind of bull. Mm-hmm. Every time I die, I don't want to smoke, which once you get good at it, they're not that, that hard. But it's always like, a, oh, I'd absolutely made a mistake there. 
And you know what? One of the hardest parts about that boss fight is the run from the bonfire to their boss room. Oh, unless you do the uh, yeah, I, I just do the stairwell skip. I've I've done that a couple of times, I but but did. still, with the gigantic knights that stand outside their yeah. boss room, it's tough. And some because sometimes I want to summon Solaire to fight. You know, the fight with Solaire. So well, it's totally rough fair. with with Solaire is Chad. Solaire mm-hmm. is absolutely Chad. Yeah. Every if I I always want to fight with Solaire if I get the chance. Um. So lore wise. How do, where do we want to start? Do we just want to start with the first Dark Souls and go on? Or? Oh, man. Well, technically, we need to start with uh, Demon Souls. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. But it's not... It's Demon Souls is the one I know the least about. That's fair. Because that's the one I haven't played. And there's, there's... It's, you know, it's a pretty small game. But there's a lot of lore. Like, it's great. Dark Souls makes sense, too, because all three are connected. Yeah. With two. I do want to... Disclaimer really quick. Um... I I hesitate to use the term spoiler alert because a lot of this is going to be speculation because yeah. if you don't know the dark the souls almost all the soulsborne games what makes it a souls game is that the story is delivered to you indirectly nothing is ever just mm-hmm. outright told to you you have to glean the story from what characters say, reading. item descriptions, things like that. But even with all of that, you can still finish the game and be like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah, um, lots of unreliable narrators. Yeah. Characters. Because like when a character <clears throat> in the game is telling you anything, it's from their point of view. Yes. And you have to compare it. Or you pick up a rock and for some reason there's some lore about <laughs> the world scribbled yeah. on it somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to kind of talk about the lore from our perspectives is kind of what we've gleaned from each of these games the mm-hmm. reason i say spoiler alert mainly is because that's part of the magic of these games is uncovering the story beats so yeah. i highly recommend that you play these if you haven't play these games for yourselves to try to unravel and discover the story on your own but with that being said if you have played the games or if you don't think you will or just don't care that much that's that's what we're here to do Oh, it's good now. Sorry. Off for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was looking at myself looking away, and I I was like, whoa. Oh, it was a delay. Okay. What? What is this? What's happening? (laughs) Made me uncomfortable there for a second. (laughs) Not going to lie. I just wanted to say that real quick. So we usually don't mind We Obviously, with our top 10 games, we've talked about stories and stuff, but with the Soulsborne game still being relatively new and as, as popular as they are, at least wanted to say that. Like, And then again, that is part of the magic of these games, is un- discovering the world for yourself. So, you, Listener discretion is advised. Where to begin? I'm the guest here. Y'all make a decision. Well, I know for me personally, I was always a huge fan of the lore from the whole Artorias plot line because oh, yeah. it's like yeah, we can start earlier kind of already yeah because it's it's one of the main things because the dlc obviously is just artorius of the abyss mm-hmm. and it's uh i think it was it was a good idea to dive deep into that just because when you encounter like the sif fight there's all that lore scattered around like the graveyard mm-hmm. of you know him guarding his his master's tomb and all that kind of stuff and uh they, they like mention the names and everything involved, and then the DLC comes out, and then when you finally start progressing through the DLC, you 
encounter everything that was mentioned at this point in the game. And then there's like that secret little way of going back to that fight, like another playthrough where you do the DLC first mm-hmm. and fight Artorias and end it. And then you can, you know, craft the weapon and you have like the armor set and all that. And then you encounter Sif and he doesn't want to fight you. And it's, Sif recognizes you. Yeah. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. In, in the mainline game, uh, when you encounter Sif, the huge dog with the sword in his mouth, like everyone's probably seen the memes and shit like that with like the Sheba with a butcher's knife or some shit. Uh, it's it's literally you're walking into this giant fucking dog's turf uh he's sleeping at like a grave site like a huge one specifically and you're getting a little too close dog doesn't like it dog wants you dead you fight the dog kill the dog whatever and uh that's like about it and then you can you know go around the area and read up what was going on you find out you know he's guarding his master's grave site and yada 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 but then when you have the dlc and you find out who Artorius is, you fight Artorius, and then like in Dark Souls, every boss, they die, and you get their soul that can be crafted into a boss weapon. And for Artorius specifically, it's his great sword, which is the weapon that he's using the whole time. And then if at this point when you're doing it, you haven't done Sif yet, you go back, and the encounter, instead of the dog being hyper-aggressive, he comes up to you and sniffs you, and because you have his master's weapon, he's just instantly lost all desire to fight and he ultimately just lets you kill him because this is like another sign that his master is completely dead now and he just wants to be rejoined i guess that part might be technically like speculation or whatever but i, yeah, I feel like it's it's, yeah. it's pretty much what you expect is happening at this point so- i i had a different um thought from that um, because the way I interpreted that is because in the DLC, t- towards the end of the DLC, when you go to fight Manus, there is a little side spot where you can summon Sif. Mm-hmm, baby fight Sif. Manus with baby Sif, yeah. And so in my head, when you did that and then go to find Sif in the main game, Sif was, instead of just, because I didn't have Artorius's weapon when I went, but he still recognized me. I took it as, oh, he recognized me from when I summoned him back in the day. Well, and before you can, like, the whole story is, like, Artorius and Sif go in to fight Manus. Mm-hmm. Artorius, being a being made of pure light, finds out, like, oh, I actually can't do this. Mm-hmm. And they're going to die in there. He you leaves his shield as a barrier. Protect Sif mm-hmm. and Artorius. Chad gets over. Gets, oh, mm-hmm. I know. It's so sad. He gets overcome by darkness. By the darkness, partially anyway. It's actually when you go into his boss fight, he's still killing. You know, like the the people affected by the dark, mm-hmm. and then you watch the darkness that that he's been fighting creep into him fully. Mm-hmm. Which and so, if you had just gotten there like a minute earlier, you maybe could have saved him. You you get there yeah. and you, you take him down. You, know, you give him a warrior's death. And you go into the chasm of the abyss, find Sif, and you rescue her. And then together, you and Sif defeat Manus. Mm-hmm. So Sif knows you. Mm-hmm. So like when then in the future you come back, you know, like you've got to get his ring. Sif's like, I know you. Mm-hmm. You saved me. Mm-hmm. Slew my you, or he doesn't know you slew his master. You helped us. You helped me defeat Manus, mm-hmm. but he's like, I have a duty. He just solemnly takes up the sword, and we both do what we've got to do. 
Mm-hmm. One thing too that's really dope that I always liked about uh, the Artorius stuff from mm-hmm. when when you see the uh, like the fight from the like with with Manus and all that, and you uh, with with the lore because you can also craft uh, you have a choice for the the, the sword and then there's the great shield. And he the, the shield that he had that he protected Sif with, um, he uh, he's using it. It's a, it's a great sword, obviously. So it's meant to be like a two handed weapon. And in the fight, like that's how it goes. But his arm was damaged in it's with it's in the fight with Manus, I believe, right where he gets like mm-hmm. pummeled, basically somewhere and, down there. Yeah, yeah. So he has like a like a fucked up arm, which was his shield arm essentially. But then you know he has this big ass sword, so he's like two handing it. And I guess just because it's either a mixture of just like pure anger or just like badassness, he fucking he just one hands the great sword. It's and even has it's like even an insane badass. new move set and shit. It's like mm-hmm. it's wild and it's so cool. And I, I think that's that's mm-hmm. like another like a main reason why uh, his his boss fight is probably my favorite. Just even though it's a it's a pain in the ass, but like, <laughs> yeah, his, so hard. His, jumpy flippy spinny fucking slam yeah. he's just oh he's, just he's such an anime villain <laughs> what What's it is he's, he's not necessarily swinging the sword he's swinging his arm which just so happens to be holding the sword yeah it's what's, it's just limp <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> what's even more badass is it's like you you were partially right there but Artorius is actually left-handed you find he's that like link. out and it's his left hand yeah. that was broken yeah <laughs> So he's actually he's fighting you with his undominant <laughs> hand because his dominant hand was broken. You find this out like in Dark Souls 2 where you get his sword. Forget what it's called in there, but it gets that unique moveset when you use it in your left hand versus your right hand. Oh, oh it's cool. the... Um, so, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, something it? Something it's like wolf or some shit, right? No, it's... it's we need to look it up. So I'm going to pull up the wiki. I'm, I'm looking it up. <clears throat> something that makes it sound fancy something majestic great sword it says the majestic great uh, sword. Yep. when you use that with your left hand you get the artorius oh that's set. right yeah so yeah, artorius yeah. is fighting you with his undominant hand which is a great sword which should be held in both hands regardless yeah say so either way Unreal. man's one-handing a mm-hmm. fucking colossal weapon yes yeah like guts such a good fight (laughs) he he, i'm pretty sure artorius was directly inspired by guts oh yeah Yeah, his his armor designs based around the uh the berserker armor that guts gets yeah and the giant sword so fucking cool man and the wolf companion is supposed to be themed based off of berserker armor which was a giant wolf essentially and he turns into one when he's completely pissed off so oh wow which yeah full full discretion i guess it's like uh Dark Souls is a hundred percent inspired by Berserk. <laughs> like without Berserk, oh. we would not have Dark Souls. Yeah, they, yes. they try to be subtle about it, but then there are some things where it's just like, no, this is just Berserk. Yeah, which it it show even in Elden Ring. There's oh gosh, like yeah. there's direct references like straight to Berserk. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. The the hunter's mark from Bloodborne is essentially the the brand from from Berserk. Yeah, they just took off the top little yeah. prongs. That's so good. Yeah, no. um, what is it? Uh, is it pronounced Blythe? Do they do it like the Nordic way, or is it Blythe they, or Blade? The way it's said in the game is like Blythe. 
It is Blythe, right? Because they do yeah, like, like a, a th, like the loose off. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more yeah, of a hard th, so it's more of a the Blythe. Yeah, because that's that's Nordic. But his I think it's armor, Celtic actually. Is it Celtic? Because they do it in Celtic. Norse it's mythology. Like Welsh or something. Uh, the Vikings were everywhere. Everything's I mean, that's that's true. That's true. They did fuck up a lot of places and fuck a lot of people. So Yeah, I started to say. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're in a little bit of everybody. But his mm-hmm. his full design is also based off of Guts's like berserker form. Oh yeah. Yeah. B L A I D D is how it's spelled. Blythe. So it looks like it looks like Blade, but it's yeah, yeah it's Blythe. pronounced Blythe. It's a cool character. I wonder if too, because the it was the majestic great sword, and now it's the royal great sword. So I guess it's like a little theme going on. I know. Oh, okay. So according to Reddit, because I got really um, curious, oh. uh, a, a dude from Wales says that Blythe how it's spelled is Welsh for wolf. Oh, oh, there you go. Easy as that. Yeah. The double D is a separate letter uh, from the regular D and it Shout makes a Ed Ed sound. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. So it literally it like rhymes with tithe. It's Blythe and it's Welsh for wolf. There you go. Look at that. Good to know. A unique name. I dig it. Yep, really and cool. uh, Ronnie is Welsh for feet. Ah, yeah. <laughs> what? Sounds about right. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. More appropriate. Uh, man, what, what, <laughs> what is Welsh? Do you know who else is super cool? Is a super cool boss? Manus himself. I hate Manus. I love Manus. Fighting. It is so he, hard. It, like you mean his fight or his design or both? I guess technically. both. Both. I think he's I super love fun. his fucking design. He's so dope looking. Yeah, <laughs> he's so he insane. is. He like, absolutely is. Like, the, but he's like, so fucking hard. <laughs> I hate him so much. Like his, a gigantic uh, jack off hand. His icon for his his soul is always really fucking cool looking. Oh, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the fight's fun. I think everything about it. His story is so. It's so simple. It's amazing. I love that 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 DLC is essentially like a playable anime. It really is. (laughs) Each 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 boss you fight just gets to be like more and more of an anime villain. Mm -hmm, Like Artorius has like the move sets of like your typical like like a vampire anime that you would watch, and then you fight (laughs) Manus, and he's just like every anime villain that's like rolled up into one. Yeah, yeah. Artorius is like a fucking um, uh, Helsing villain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Man- Manus is a fucking you know like like Demon Slayer villain or something or Dragon Ball villain. It's hilarious. It's just I just want my amulet, bros. No, I just <laughs> I just love the story. It's like yeah, they dug up this primordial human, they pissed him off. See, I heard a theory that that's the the furtive pygmy. No, well that was popular in Dark Souls Three. So easily forgotten. It's it's actually lore. Well. It's translation error as well. Pygmy is plural, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, if I am. Have you ever um, gotten the the pursuers uh, spell? I guess in Dark Souls, you can get like the, where they explode and just shoot out a bunch of goop at you. I think it's that. It's like the only. I think it's like the only item I never did 
because you have to drop his soul to the crew uh, to get it. I didn't even know that was a thing. Drop Manus's soul? Yeah, because I always did the catalyst because I was never, like, familiar with that. But, like, down the road, I saw... I mean, it's it's supposed to be, like, really strong, but it's, like, the only thing I've never actually gotten myself. Yes, I've got... When you said Pursuer, I thought you were talking about the boss in Dark Souls 2. I was like, oh, we're changing tone real quick. Yeah, no, I've totally gotten that. Pursuers. I think it's it's what it's called. Yeah, it's Pursuers. Is it? Anyway, yes, it's uh, extremely powerful. And uh, sometimes if you have it active before you get invaded, they're invisible to the invader. So you're just standing there with this one-shot balls above your head. And the invader just starts waving and you just walk up and then they explode. Because it's like a really slow homing missile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but it's... Ten times stronger. It tracks insanely well. Yeah, I've I've never used it. But... It's good. Oh, it's yeah, even after someone dodges, like the pursuers will still like it will like turn around and it's still follow you. The best tracking ever. Damn. Crazy. Yeah, no, man, this is super cool. So, real real quick, get into like the story of of, of Dark Souls as mm-hmm. succinctly as I can. Um. It, one of the reasons I love about uh, one of the things I love about Dark Souls is that the way that the intro happens, it's almost like it's almost like the Bible in a way that it goes through the creation of this world within like a few paragraphs. Yeah, it's it, 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 like, and then it was stuff. Yes, <laughs> the, the thing actually... too that's that's always it's always funny to me. Um, with people who who start playing Dark Souls and they quit, they hate it because they they're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know what to do. There's like nothing, nothing, nothing ever tells you like how to do things or where I'm supposed to go. Like I don't know what my main objective is. Like it's all <laughs> dumb. Like I just get dropped in and I'm supposed to just know what to do. And it's like, do you ever just watch the opening cutscene? They literally yeah. give you yeah. word by word instructions <laughs> on yeah. what you're supposed to do right away and then <laughs> why you're doing it. It's like, yeah. oh, and then the bells, you, blah blah blah. It's like. like yeah, like as soon as it starts, like they show you like the fucking bells, and then like you know, there's only a couple places you can go right away. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, maybe that was a big hint. <laughs> Sing the <laughs> bells, brother. I I love the actual like the mythology that mm-hmm. we that we're given because it's, it's sort of cool. like in the what you can't really call beginning. You, for for you, for the sake of the story, it's it's yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, there was just it was just the, the the land of gray crags and arch trees. You know, yeah, there was only dark. No, it's not even dark because without light, there's no such thing as a concept of dark. That's true. It's just there. The world was formless and shapeless, and it was yeah. just kind of there was no it was and chaos. Then, and then sense, somehow, no, it's chaos and the opposite of chaos. It's it's literally just yep. <laughs> That's it. And then somehow there's fire. Yeah. Kind of like in human history where the the discovery of fire kind of changes the course of of mankind. Um, The same thing kind of happens in Dark Souls. Once fire comes around, it it changes everything. I mean, now that you have fire, you you now have the concept of light. The Mm -hmm. concept... So you... These four Lord Souls are actually, it's a set of opposites. So you have like... Yeah, with, with fire came disparity. You have death, 
in life, which would mm-hmm. be like the witches of Isolith. And like, which is why, like, whenever they try to, to create the first flame, it's like chaos and they start creating different forms of life. It's just ca- life, like the crucible in Elden Ring. You know, it's just, it's life. Mm-hmm. And it, it is it alive. <laughs> and then you have Boy, is it alive. the soul of light. But now that light exists, so too does dark. So too does dark. And that's why the dark soul is so weird. Because it's, it's it exists, but it's the existence of 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 nothing. It's just an empty abyss that has become reality due to the nature of light. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's really cool is that, and what what kind of feeds into it though, because Gwyn, you know, having the light soul, he's terrified of dark mm-hmm. because. You you just you make sure you can light up a dark place, but eventually that light's going to go out. Mm-hmm. Darkness relies on nothing; it just exists. Right, right, right. But it does rely on light to exist. Otherwise, it's the concept of itself is meaningless. Mm-hmm. You're just left with nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a like when a fish leaves the ocean for the first time for a <laughs> while and then comes back and asks all the other fishes. Like, hey, how's the water today? And they're like, what's water? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like when Gwyn leaves dark and they come back. It's like, hey, how's the darkness? It's like, what's dark? And that's what's so weird because you would think with if the first flame was to go out, it would just go back to being the great crags and arch trees. Not necessarily because it, now you have all that knowledge. And... Well, that's the thing. Like, it, it can't because now we know what dark is. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like prior to the concept, everything was just gray. Because now we have known light. Mm-hmm. You now know darkness, too. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're confused, congratulations. Yes, you're there. You're playing a Dark Souls game. <laughs> but even that, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with the dark. And like, it goes into that as well. It's just, it's natural. It's it's the way things are. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yes. And that's just the way it is. But Gwyn's terrified of it. Go, and bitch. so he Santa does. Claus looking ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All of the crap, and like you look at the world in Dark Souls Three, and it's like, thanks, Gwyn. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> yep, you've got people with it's giant a... black pus spewing out of their body. It's essentially a story about trying to delay the inevitable, yeah. which is impossible. Banging your head against yeah. just laws of nature. Because essentially, Gwyn is lighting this first flame and trying to keep the fire going to basically prolong the age of the gods. Um, and as soon as the first flame threatens to go out, he, like, convinces, quote-unquote, chosen undead to link the first flame and keep it going, thus prolonging the age of, of the gods. Well, this is where we go into some weird stuff, like with what the dark sign actually is. Because Gwyn placed it on humanity. Yeah. Because, well... From what now, I understand, it's a big ploy. Like, it, he, like, made up the the legends and the, all oh, that yeah. stuff to try to get the... To trick the to trick the the undead into doing Gwyn's dirty work and keeping the fire. Yeah. They yeah. also, we, like, we, never gave a 100% reasoning as to why Gwyn decides to get the first flame linked. Other than he just doesn't want dark. Yeah, because... 
it's there's like op, there's like a bunch of things that people have always argued, but it it's just it's just very interesting that this this main factor in like the entire lore of this universe it, it's never been given like an exact reasoning. They were just like, I don't know. You tell me. I see, <laughs> I see it as Gwyn has a taste of this power because he's essentially like the Zeus yeah. or the Odin of this world. He's like the chief god. He's the daddy god. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to lose all that power, even though he is now undead. And he's not even alive anymore. He still he doesn't want to give up. Well, he and his whole family, you know, his his children, he doesn't want the gods to lose their power. So that that's how I see it. So it's it's a fear of. You could you could add more to it other than just he's afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that pretty much covers it. Pussy. <laughs> but, Get a nightlight, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we skip something where the furtive we're gonna skip a the lot furtive <laughs> pygmies it's because in dark souls 3 you get the pygmy lords at the end of the world that those are the furtive pygmy the first humans so easily forgotten the dark soul was split and shared amongst all of <coughs> humanity so the humans are little little dark boys it's the title of the game yes they are dark souls and then so there's that. And like Gwyn being afraid of the dark and like the, the power of the dark soul, which is he can't, he, he himself doesn't even quite fathom places on humanity, a dark sign, which is, it's a ring of fire around an abyss, which is You've seen darkness. It. You've all yeah. seen it. Which, I get a tattoo. which basically he convinces humanity that the light is good. You know, it's like he's made this beautiful, great world, and this is the light. Mm-hmm. And the fire feeds off of humanity. So, you know, when you want to <coughs> strengthen a bonfire in Dark Souls, you have to actually feed it a humanity sprite. Right. And uh, so one thing that I've actually never understood is that you kind of you kind of get it in Dark Souls 1, the feeding humanity to a fire to strengthen it. Mm-hmm. And that to kindle the bonfire, and that if you believe the lie and then kindle the bon- kindle the first flame yourself, it feeds off of you your powerful dark soul. Mm-hmm. But in dark in Dark Souls three, it seems like it needs humanity as well because like when Yorm goes to link the fire, something goes wrong, and his entire kingdom is instead eaten alive by it, seemingly because hey, you're a giant, I need dark souls. And so all of his subjects are burned to a crisp to kindle the flame. But it's also, how- I would just want to note too, at the end of Dark Souls, you're literally given the option when you beat it, if you want yeah. to let the flame continue or let the darkness come in, which is pretty cool. I, it I really is. Cool. You can just choose to ignore little... all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just be like, that. Eh, fuck it, bye. <laughs> yeah, like Deuces. if you do the actual Dark Lord ending, it feels super cool. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the actual good ending because it's sort of like, but but my problem is how did Gwyn link the flame? It, and it seems like there was a huge cataclysmic event when he did it too. So maybe that was sort of retconning. You know, when he yeah, I don't know because he he sacrifices his himself to do it, and then yeah. and all of the his night, which is taken by it as well. Yeah, which is also cool too with the DLC that Artorius was one of his original four knights. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it, it was Artorius. It was Artorius. It was Hawkeye Goff. Mm-hmm. It was I forget that one chick's name. Oh, who was at Ar- Siri, Siri with Artorius's body? 
Taryn? Something like that? I don't that? remember. And then uh, don't Ornstein. She uses scrub weapons, so I don't care about her. <laughs> her dagger's dope, though. The dagger's cool. It's underused. Really fucking cool. The gold tracer's cringe. <laughs> That's hard. That thing's hard place. to use. I, I was fucking dog shit with that thing. Oh, man. If you get good at it, you just bleed and destroy everyone. And it's like, oh. Yeah. It was a fun three seconds. But yeah, so it's honestly the story of the very the story of the first Dark Souls, it's very philosophical in a way. Yeah. And that there's no right or wrong answer. It's just No, there's totally a wrong answer, I'd say. Well, I mean to us maybe, but in the world of Dark Souls, it's like I mean, it's like you said, the dark is is neither good nor bad, and neither is light. So it's like but you just do what you can with the information you gathered. And I would say for most people who played Dark Souls the first time, they were very much like, yeah, I have to link the first flame. That's what I'm here to do. So I'm going to do it. But once you play it more and start to uncover all these other characters and start reading other, and and eat, you know, especially when you meet uh, Kath, the other primordial serpent who tells you, no, no, linking the fire is bad. You're just Gwyn's plaything you well, know a big thing you start to wonder like oh am i just being manipulated into doing all this shit it's, you know, yeah this is what you're told right from the get-go that's like yeah. the only driving factor is yeah you you have to light this again yeah. right don't lose anybody else yeah a big thing like japanese tradition and religion though is like, a big bad is stagnation and like you see that especially in dark souls 3 it's like it's just basically yelling at you like the deep where it talks about the deep used to be a peaceful and calm place. But then after, and what you realize is that after all these years of linking the flame, denying the natural course of of nature, the dark has just become stagnated and has given birth to grotesque monstrosities because it's become stagnant. The world has stagnated because, because you're, you're not, it's not going through its correct cycle of light and dark. Mm-hmm. It's just light, 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 and dark's just over there molding in the corner. Yeah. So it would, when you like say like that, freak. yeah, it would seem like the 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 right quote unquote right thing to do, yeah, is to let the fire go out and let the world absolutely know, do its cycle. Become yeah. a dark lord like me, sure, doing the dark yeah. side. So I'm, I'm I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit too, but the nameless king being. Gwyn's son is a is a pretty cool twist that you mm. find out. I love Dark that Souls Three. Yeah, that is a it's a That's dope a cool fight, fight. But it, it's cool it's fight. in the lore from the first game, you you know that Gwyn had three children, mm. and you have big titty uh, Guinevere. Yep, uh, amazing chest ahead. Yes, Small exactly. Titty Gwendolyn. The, the <laughs> banished Small titty Gwendolyn. His his banished son, God of War, which is that's Somewhere all you God. you ever know about. And it's all you, you know, you know, he Gwendolyn, had a son who was a God of War. Yeah, and then you have Gwendolyn, who a weirdo man is a fucking weirdo. But snakes for legs Gwyn, for some reason. <laughs> Gwyn hated him, but raised him as well, a daughter he instead. You yeah. didn't hate him. Yeah, I it never, was more I never of a like that. It was it was like, well, you're really good with moon stuff, so I guess you're a and, girl. And in this world, which is weird because his daughter is like the daughter of sun. Well, he's the lord of sunlight, so she Gwynd- Guinevere doesn't really have a. She's a, the a princess, of the princess sun. of sunlight, and yeah. and yeah. So I guess the moon, the sun is more masculine in this world, and the mm-hmm. I mean, it's like in a lot of a lot of cultures, you know, they yeah. apply masculine and feminine to a lot of things mm-hmm. and in the dark souls world the moon is just more feminine so 
to Gwyn, it just made more sense to raise his son as a daughter because, like you said, he's got like um, he's a moon boy. Yeah, he's got moon powers and shit. So, have you ever read the uh, trans the, representation? The theories of Solaire being the Nameless King's son. I, I've heard theories about him being part of the family for sure. That, so it was a huge thing. Before Everyone, the Nameless King came around, I bet a lot of people thought that Solaire was the, the yeah. son. that son. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was a big thing. heir of the son, essentially mm-hmm. sole heir. Yeah. But you guys want to know yeah. who actually was going to be the Nameless King? Who's that? Patches. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Andre. See, see, Andre. Oh, yep. I did hear that. Yep. Yeah. Andre the There's, Giant? <laughs> so, there was a version of the game where Andre actually opened. And he was like the la- the final boss. No, he no, actually, he's the one he who actually opened, the way. opened the way. There was supposed to be like a secret door in his little black Yeah, cap. behind, behind right. where mm-hmm. Frampt actually is. Andre, who was actually the the Gwyn's son, mm-hmm. but they changed that. So Andre is just a badass. Andre just always a cool always looked like he picked up blacksmithing as like a side hustle. That man's been doing I know. some yeah. more shit than that his whole life. I absolutely Big love how shit. he's in Dark Souls three and does not explain how he's in Dark Souls three. Man just gets around, bro. You know? Yeah. Well, it's a big thing with with Dark Souls. It's like going hollow means you've just lost your purpose. And he just really likes smithing shit. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe that's it. <laughs> Might he's as well just, just keep just on keeping yeah, on. He's never keep lost on. his purpose. It's like, you know. Yeah. For so as long as I live, the funniest the video that ever exists on the internet is the one where you guys have probably seen it where <laughs> it's like a mashup of, of Andre and Dragon Ball Z where he just keeps hammering faster and he's like, this is what it means to go even further beyond. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that? No. Oh, I have to show you that. Oh, it's That's so hilarious. good. Joe, if you can, if you could like put in like a, a little sound bite of that, <laughs> it would be so fucking funny. You're going to love this. Trust me, what you're seeing now is my normal state. This is a Super Saiyan. And this, this is what is known as a Super Saiyan that has ascended past a Super Saiyan. And this is to go even further beyond. The video is called Very Fast Andre Smithing at Incredible High Speed on YouTube. You gotta do that. Oh, it's hilarious. I'll see if I can find it at some point. That's (laughs) sort of the whole base story is 
Gwyn's a little bitch boy. He's afraid of the dark. So mm-hmm. he ruins the world. He literally does. He ruins the universe. Yes. Because and then he doesn't want to. Convinces humans to kill themselves yes. to continue ruining the world. Like yeah. cult leader. He really yeah. is. Yeah. He's, and and it, it's like Jonestown. When you first play this game, <laughs> that's what you're told to do. You fall for it. You're a little sheep. Every person who plays this game for the first time, they fall for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Gwyn, Gwyn does have a dope ass soundtrack, though. So. Okay. Oh my god, he does. I love. I, okay. Yeah. That's my the Gwyn fight. What? Are, what? Are, what's the opinion? Final boss. Just because of the soundtrack, it's epic. I think it's. You realize that you could just parry him to no end. It's like it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a cool fight. Like all in all, because the, the arena is pretty sweet and the music's mm. amazing. But I think it. Mm. As easy as he ends up being, once you figure out that, like, you know, he's he's basically just like an invader NPC. But yeah. I think it was uh, a really cool and smart decision to have you fight like another human, quote unquote, where it's not just giant boss, but it has like you know, like player mechanics, like you're fighting yeah. another player, which I, I think added to just like that that last little bit of like yeah. the ending of the game. It was, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool, in my opinion. And also, I, in a way, I think that, like, because Gwyn has been hyped up this whole time. Yeah. And then he's actually super easy to beat. I think that says a lot about Gwyn to be, like, in and of itself. Well, the big like, thing. Like, Gwyn is not this big, huge, super important person that you were led to believe. Well, it's important to realize that he's been crustified as well. He has been, So true. you're fighting, and that's one thing. It's why I give it a pass on being kind of easy. Because uh-huh. here it's like it's Gwyn, the Lord of Sunlight. You hear all about him. You you go, you see An Orlando and all these great statues and this mythos, and then you finally find him. Like he's linked to fire. You have to take his place, and you get there, and it's just this burnt, shriveled. Because he is, he's hollowed at this point too. Which yeah, I guess he's... is like a factor you're you're supposed to take into consideration. Yeah, he's and he's not his full embodiment. But, oh yeah, if we were if we had to fight him like full on god mode, it'd, it'd be it'd be super hard. I feel like um I'd probably do it though. Vendrick oh, from Dark Souls Two mm-hmm. is like what I wish the Gwyn fight was more like because Vendrick was pretty pretty hard. I got fucked up a lot by that dude. But Vendrick, I really liked the mechanic of getting the giant souls. He was mm-hmm. that again. It Isn't was that Vendrick, just the really tall dude who just walks around. And you don't yeah. even fight him. You don't have to. Mm. Yeah, oh, but if but you uh, do, motherfucker has like oh. seven one shot attacks. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. He's that's. Did again, you not fight Vendrick? That... Ever? I love fighting Vendrick. Have you not... Did you ever beat Dark Souls? Oh. I never beat Dark Souls. Too. Brother, it, I've it's, seen. I've it's a clips. slept on boss for sure. That it it's is. a fun fight if you actually instigate it. It's yeah. it's really cool. He's hard. Sad. Vendrick is such a. Bad, honestly yeah he was like he was strong enough to realize he couldn't do this so he say he's like again he like but he like sacrificed himself to stop nishandra from doing batshit crazy stuff what's your cool. thoughts on on her fight well just since she was brought up I, i'm just curious <laughs> i do not like it I hate it. It's so fucking stupid. It's dumb, man. It's not great. She doesn't. She, her silhouette looks cool, but they, even in the cutscene, it's like, it's like someone melted a candle. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're yeah. a melted candle. No, 
Not a huge I, fan of that. And the fight right before it, too, the Throne Defender and Watcher, the ultimate worst example of a duo boss fight, the opposite of Ornstein and Smoke. They're both yeah. just fast. Like, you've got you've got the, the skinny one that's supposed to be fast and the big one that you would think would be slow, but they're all just like, let's gank them. And, and that's where you are. I feel like that's like a... It's it's kind of like a common thing for the Dark Souls games where like the final boss has like gimmicks, I guess, but they ultimately end up not being the hardest boss fights like in their game. Because yeah. Nishandra, like her her whole gimmick is the stupid little uh First the, the cursed ball builder upper thingies. And it's like that's like the only annoying thing because if you're not paying attention to them, you you just get cursed build up and die in like ten seconds. Yeah, and it's just annoying. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. It's, it's, it's not, not hard. Insane. But then you have shit like uh, Dark Lurker, which oh. arguably is like a final boss. Like that's cool. That's a cool uh, fight. It is a cool fight. But and even when uh, he spawns a second one, like they the the way they pl- whoever designed that fight needs, needs a raise. Yeah, Dark it's, Lurker is low key like. It it should not be in Dark Souls too. It's it's too good for that game. It is too good. <laughs> it's, it's up there with Fume Knight for me. I think Fume Knight. Oh man, Fume Knight's my so he's, good. My favorite. He's one of my favorite boss fights out of all of the Soulsborne. Definitely my favorite in Dark Souls too. So uh, it's a it's a really solid fight. Yeah, that's an S tier boss right there. Um, yeah, it doesn't deserve to be in Dark Souls too. <laughs> It's cool. And, uh, it's super cool. What's what's the other uh, the weird fucking gimmicky one? Uh, all like the, the the grave robbers that you fight. Oh gosh, just the gank squad. Dumb as shit. Yeah, I hate that. Like, just that encounter away. is so stupid. <laughs> it's pointless. It doesn't. If it wasn't there, it would actually just improve game. Like it doesn't need to be there. It's literally a dude just in all Havel armor. Uh, another dude with a bow and arrow, and I don't remember the third dude. He was that boring. I think he had sword a and board. Blade. Sword and board. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the last I guy. Don't even know. I mean, it's. Uh, let me see. Oh no, he has a rapier. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! But the the other two boss fights in that DLC, solid. Solid. The, yeah. Alana, uh, the squalid queen. That's a good fight. That one's fun. I mean, it's it's like, hey, what if Nishandra was actually good? Salon of the Squalid Queen. And then Sim, the Slumbering Dragon. That was cool. That was a really good dragon fight. Oh, yeah, that, that is in that shit. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That's a that's tough a one, one, too. Yeah, it's very hard. <sighs> it, was just, it was just a shame that the Iron King DLC just got um, a blue smelter demon as like a yeah. boss slot. Come on, man. No, we don't talk about Iron Passage. Why? Why I got to do that? You had all these other. Everything else is so unique. You got what? Spend all their time nine, on Fume nine Night. out of ten or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Spend sure. all their time with Fume Knight, which fair enough. Sir alone, though. Sir alone. Yeah. It, that was that was pretty fun. His arena was cool. He looked cool. So since we got we're, off track, <laughs> since, well, since, I was gonna say since we're talking about Dark Souls, because we pretty much covered the lore of Dark Souls one. I mean, there's you some got. specific stuff, but that's the general idea oh, of the uh, game. Uh, before we completely move off, I just want to say that um, the only the only issue 
with the Dark Souls one DLC is how you access it is so oh it's yeah it's fucking stupid yeah, it's it is so pointless. dumb <laughs> you have to <clears throat> you go to the duke's archives you kill that a random crystal, a random crystal guy yeah that's just in the it corner. drops like a an key amulet. he yeah. drops an amulet so the amulet yeah. i'm cool with don't i i actually love this with manis the simple it's a dude was pushed too far and he really loved there was something about this amulet and it's something that because he's he's it's all about humanity aspects of humanity want desire greed but there's also love and hope and it's something something as simple as like manis and that amulet meant something to him and losing it drove him insane but this is just random i think the random the random crystal dude in this and it's like, why I'm cool yeah, with the you find this because it's amulet. it's so easy to skip because it's just one of the two random ones on like the sides of like that that doorway yeah. that you walk through like at like yeah. the first bonfire an and, enemy type you've killed hundreds of times yeah. before and he's not hourly aggressive no he's so just, you can just leave him alone because I I had a I had to Google it when I got the DLC yeah. like, how the how the fuck do I get to this and like and then that's that's step one yeah step two is you go to Darkroot Basin, where you fought the Hydra, and all the way around the other side by a waterfall, there's another crystal demon thing, right? A gold one. A yeah. golden a crystal cave. golem. Save. You have to save. You a, have to kill it to, get, to save Dusk, Dusk Princess yeah. of Ulusile. And then once you do that, you then go back. And then there's a portal once you have the amulet. It, yeah. Now, that don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Because, like, once, once you have the amulet and then progressing from that point, it's, it's a little. You, you get somewhat direction from like dialogue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like why why mm-hmm. the fuck would anyone anticipate killing that one random crystal guy at the beginning? Because like I, I don't remember a hundred percent if it's ever like explained to you because I had to Google because I'm like, I have no idea how to get to this DLC. <laughs> oh yeah, as far as I know, there is no indication. You just have to yeah. you have to choose They to literally wanted you to run around, murder and loot goal. everything all over again in just hopes that you'll find something that you don't remember having before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very stupid. And yeah. I don't understand. It. That's the only stupid thing about the DLC is getting yeah. to it. Once you're there, it's awesome. It's gold. It's an S tier yeah. DLC. Yeah. Everything past that phenomenal yeah yeah you're immediately but, thrown into the sanctuary guardian fight and then you meet elizabeth the coolest mushroom who ever lived yeah oh speaking of the, the mushrooms when you were mentioned that other video another <laughs> another classic dark souls <laughs> fucking meme video the one when like the guy just walks up to like the little baby mushroom and kills it and then like the the, the dad one just comes over and, it's, <laughs> and it like pauses like oh what the fuck are you gonna do it just pulls fucking one Literally, shot those, dead. those mushrooms <laughs> one shot i it's love that intense. i love but their the angry mushrooms. eyes they're like mm-hmm. they're adorable. Oh, man, they're <laughs> creepy they're kind of creepy gosh i love how that one ended. they're so huge they're so slow like you can avoid <laughs> them super easy but, if you, but if you ever get too close and they punch you you're dead you're just like yeah. you are not getting up from that punch it's hilarious <laughs> yeah i love the little the little things about dark souls mm-hmm. man oh man that's that spot right there too had like the greatest xp farm like ever once you got yep. into there oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh gosh with the phantoms Those npcs yeah oh my gosh yeah you, 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 you kill like one and just stand by like the corner they just boop 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 mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. fall off reset come back <laughs> <laughs>
Dark Souls Two is unique. Yeah, I, that's, I watched that's a word for recently. That is a word for it. The, I watched the video recently, just kind of explaining a little more because that's the one I, other than Demon Souls, I knew the least, the least yeah. about it. It still takes place in the same world. Oh yeah, but it doesn't focus on linking the flame. It has more to do with humanity and the and the actual like undead curse. Well, what 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 I do really like about Dark Souls Two is that it's not. So in Dark Souls 1, you can either link the flame or just walk out. Mm-hmm. And that's between, you can choose to link the flame or become the Dark Lord. Is it, it just those two endings in Dark Souls? Yeah. Okay. In Dark Souls 2, you didn't get a, you, you, you got a choice, quote unquote. But it was like, once you made it to the kiln, you, it's the same ending. You sit in there and the narrator's basically like, hey, it's up to you to embrace this lighting or to not. It's like, oh. So it's just the same thing, except I don't get a cool cinematic cutscene showing me which one I choose to do. Sweet. But <clears throat> Dark Souls 2 does this really weird thing at the end. Like we're talking about Scholar of the First Sin with this new extra DLC. Like you've 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 gotten the crowns and stuff. You have the choice to ignore both. Which is weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You you neither link the flame nor not link the flame. <laughs> you just leave. Is that just not linking the flame? You would think that. <laughs> and in any other game you'd be right. But it's 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 wild. So Dark Souls 2 is big on the curse. Mm-hmm. And that's the undead like, curse, yeah. What's so weird and you're trying like, to find a way to reverse it. Try to describe the curse. Because it's part of it's like, well, the the dark sign was put on humanity, but then another part is technically when you go hollow, you're just reverting back to what you were in the time of Gray Crags, mm-hmm. which was just you're without a soul. But it means you're also losing your dark soul, like you're just becoming a husk again, which I think is mm-hmm. what the dark sign is. Is to try to force you to link the flame. It's like, oh, you know, to link the flame and be a slave or become become a raisin. <laughs> it's a really like, steep. It's like, well, which one's worse? So, yeah, you so you get a kingdom arises, you know, and it's Vendrick. And it's uh he's the king and his brother Aldia is a weirdo. Doing great. Kingdom's flourishing. Stuff happens. The fire is dying again. Chandra shows up. This is just a quick, you know. And they're just like we're not going to do anything. We're going to research how to break this curse. That sort of stuff more happens, and then you show up. It's it's the cut. So the beginning cutscene is like you're walking in the woods, and you fall on your face and get real big sad. It shows some scenes of what we now know is actually your mother holding you as a baby. Through translation, we've we discovered that's what's actually happening. You're losing your memory. You're going hollow. This weird, creepy old lady told you, Look for Dranglick. You'll find <laughs> the souls there to help ail... No, to help heal your ailing mind. And so naturally, we're like, yes. <laughs> and then we fall into a whirlpool water. And then we end up in Things Betwixt, which I think is the coolest starting zone. It's so weird. like So strange. I think it's... it's I will agree. I think it, it actually is... Uh, I guess 
good. It is like a like a cool one to be in because it feels uh semi like open, I guess, because there's so much shit to just walk around and look at. But just like the ultimate, like the 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 full layout and design choice behind it is just it's so odd. It's it very weird. Like, it's, it's meant to like come back to, which I think is really cool because there's more shit yep. you can do when you have more key items and stuff, which is mm-hmm. it, it's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, I just I just remember like for like the, when the first time getting like dropped into it, there's just so much shit that you like you can't see or don't expect that will just destroy you immediately. Yeah, that's one of the the. the little things about dark souls 2 which is why I, I do really enjoy dark souls 2 i like i like a lot of the changes it made um there's a lot to dislike but there's a they also had like the greatest rage inducing mechanic out of like <laughs> all the games with like the looking glass knight and oh having, like, a player summoned as like yes. a boss aid I've only ever been summoned twice the yeah. entire time. Like every time I've played Dark Souls two for like uh, my like seven hundred hours put into that game, I've mm-hmm. only been summoned two times, and both yeah. times it's like the most satisfying feeling, just being mm-hmm. like the ultimate asshole. Because <laughs> being on the other side fighting him and having people being summoned fucking sucks. You're like, oh, this is bullshit. I hate this mechanic. Why they do this? Da, da, da. But then when mm-hmm. it happens to you, you're just like, oh shit. Run up, just do like an night. uppercut, fucking just one shot yes. someone. <laughs> oh. The Looking Glass oh. Knight is a is a difficult boss in of himself. Cool fu- fucking name. Yeah, he he, he actually cool is fight. low key pretty tough. Yeah, it's a cool fight though. The arena's cool. He looks cool. Um, there's a lot. There's actually there's there are better bosses in Dark Souls too than I give it credit for. There are well some when you have ones. like. 50 million of them. There's bound to be. There's a lot, man. Dark Souls 2 is a big game, too. It is. Um, it, it's interesting, too. There's this uh, Jesus looking motherfucker. Excuse me? The looking glass knight. With a oh. crown of thorns on his head. <laughs> so <laughs> cool. Fucking Jesus copy. It's cool armor. <laughs> it's uh, super armor. cool. Demon's Souls is the only. Well, I guess it's the first one. So Dark Souls 2, I guess, technically is the only other one. But like, uh, Demon's Souls had a boss, too, where you were able to manipulate somehow to be summoned as a yeah an aid in a boss fight which I, you I wish are they, the boss yeah i wish the, they did uh, it more because you can force it monk. to where you get fought instead of the monk which is really dope because my first time ever playing demon souls that's that was my experience playing online i fought someone else yeah. luckily they were they were trash yeah. so <laughs> without knowing like the lore behind it i was like like that that was so, what the fuck was that? That was weird. So, yeah, so it's like the the demon that is the yellow cloth is like, monk, you are too weak to fight this dude. And like the monk's like, hey, I'll go to summon someone to take care of this. And the the demon cloth is like, Well, I'm just gonna go to the stronger guy <laughs> and just yeah. like, lets the monk die because it's it's a freaking demon, he doesn't care. And then that's you. And uh made the the meanest health regeneration build god like, like dude i had a uh, what is it was it blessed is that what the invasion is called in demon souls basically a blessed claymore and like uh the spell that would not prevent people from casting magic like everyone is running mage in that game because it's so powerful but As i just cast, cast that i just watched them hold out their wand and like scratch their head and, I, and then they, they hit me with their melee weapon 
and I immediately just regenerate every bit of health they take from me. Oh, dude. <laughs> I made so many people angry. Man, I can imagine. Oh, it's so fun, though. The builds you can make in Demon Souls are so broken. I love, love just game. like the invading in Demon Souls, though. It's, it's a lot of fun. The, it's some of the most fun invasions. It really, truly is. Especially in, um, uh, I'm not, I'm not 100 familiar with the zone names in it. Uh, it's like the like the hellish like prison kind of area that you get like um, dragged Latria. to. Yeah, in there, because just because it's it's such a massively open area where mm -hmm. invasions can take forever just from like chasing someone, and yeah. I think it's hilarious because there's there's so many like spiraling staircases and like elevators and like off the beaten path little places that people always travel to. Like I, I remember like invading in that a lot in like the, the remake and just mm. chasing people for like 10 minutes. And it's, it's just, fun, it's though. just funny at that point. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, it's so like fun. a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love demon souls, man. I really do. It is really cool. I, I, I just, I don't know if they make more souls borny shit, which I'm sure they will, but there's going to be no more dark souls games. I want, I want more player like co-op-y with the boss fights. I want shit like that. Yeah. Because it's so cool. Dark Souls 3 with the uh, uh, Spear of the Church in the DLC. I've done that several times, and that's fun, too. Yeah, that that one's... It's okay, I guess. Because that's... That one's not in a... It's not a boss fight, right? You just get invaded, like, as you enter you, into, you, like... So, you know Half-Light? You can go in and fight Half-Light, the Spear of the Church? Yeah. That's right. Um, you you would just be summoned instead of half light. So uh, you, you you also okay. get the painting guardians on your side. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. It, and uh, it has an anti gank mechanic in that if the host has phantom summoned, you get passive poise, mm. like a boss would. And it's really fun. It's really fun. I didn't get to do it a lot. Yeah, I've never been the sum. I've only been through the DLC cool. twice, and I've only had a player instead of like an NPC the first time I did it. And then the second yep. time was, it wasn't a player. So I don't, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with it, but I do. I do remember it happening. But. Yeah. And it happens if you're a part of the covenant, you use like the spear of the church item, or for me, it was just, I was randomly invading in the DLC by doing just like with Latria. If you invade in Latria, you have a chance of being summoned as the boss. Uh -huh. Same thing. Same thing with the uh, Ring City DLC. Super fun. Oh, that uh, that reminds me too. Um, with Artorias of the Abyss, it had that PvP like arena thing with like leaderboards that yeah. I introduced. Yeah, forgot about that. Was fun. Yeah. Oh, Dark Souls. PvP. Oh yeah, I like the Colosseum or whatever. Yeah, I I've completely just it just I just re remembered about that shit. So we're talking about invasions. I was like. Remember the it amount. happening somewhere, and it's like, oh yeah, it's the Autorius DLC yep. where they it's, started it's to cool. care about PvP. <laughs> yeah, I was so ready for like another big boss or something like that when I found that place, and I was like, oh wait, it's just online stuff. So yeah, for me, it, it sat empty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't use it too much. Did you go to the the uh, the Coliseum and Elden Ring in the patch? Oh, absolutely, I did. Yeah, I haven't played in a long time since before <laughs> that even released. But really. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I I haven't done the Coliseum. I was actually I actually just today 
started last night making a beast paladin build using the claw mark seal that scales with strength and faith. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the beast, dude, it's super. That it's was super actually good. A similar. That was a, one of the the last times I played it. I did a um a fire paladin build. Oh, dude, I've got. It's pretty of those. fun. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's fun. I have a build with literally just giant flames, take thee, and catch flame as my spells because I have no need for anything else. <laughs> if I, I equip two giant seals, I literally just one shot people at level two hundred. I made and I yeah level two hundreds. It's popping. It's busy and it's fun. It's a lot of people actually going through. The, the the actual game instead of just sitting there trying to 3v1 you so it's a lot more fun but when you have a one shot spell with the radius of half a continent it doesn't really <laughs> matter <laughs> giant slim take these is too good should be nerfed but i hope it never does because it's fun yeah i think once uh once we get like a week or so off from the dlc coming out i'll probably do like a fresh playthrough again Oh, I will. I'm, I will also make a fresh playthrough just for that. But I also have anxiety because I'm like, I don't know what build I'm going to want to do because I don't know what new stuff they're going to add. I'm just going to do a, a full bow build. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. Those are always my favorites to go into when I haven't played like a Souls game in a while. I'm just like, yeah. bow only. Let's go. I've never <laughs> done a bow only. Ah, oh, so much fun. Especially with Let's the see. black bow. Oh, when gosh. The, yeah. It's a good Fair. Bow. That's fair. I've seen some people actually absolutely destroy duels doing bow only. Yeah, especially Elden Ring, man, with like how how much like customization they actually put into like range shit now with like seven hundred mm-hmm. arrow types and then like yeah. bows all being different with weapon arts and shit. It's really yeah. cool. Well, this dude just free aims headshots, stunlocks. It's it's insane. It's, it's, it's pretty nutty. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope I never fight you because I would just get angry. Dealing with this dude jumping around shooting stuff at me the entire time. It's like I want like a, a bolo shot bow where you can shoot like a bolo at people's legs and trip them. Cool. No, that would be cool. That, right. I, I could see that working. That'd be sick. Would be so sick. anyways. Oh, yeah. Dark Souls 2 lore. Ooh. Where were we? I gave a quick uh, rundown. Do, are we ready to move on to Dark Souls 3, or is there still more stuff to talk about with DS2? So much to talk about with Dark Souls 2. Let's move on to DS3, though. Okay. <laughs> Dark Souls 3. It, is, it has a lot more to do with the first Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. It is almost more of a direct follow-up. Mm-hmm. It's it like I was saying with, with Gwyn's son, you get introduced yeah. to. Which, yeah. Nameless King, like phenomenal boss fight such a good I, I think boss everything fight. about it is yeah. so fucking cool the entrance awesome. the arena the music the design, his weapons really fun to the use fight too. everything yeah just how he shows up it's just like mm-hmm. comes in on a fucking fucks. giant bird it's yeah. not even a dragon it's like a giant bird it's a wyvern it's got like feathers and shit though yeah yeah so it's like a big old bird if it has feathers it's a bird like what do you call it a dragon? Yeah. yeah, it's like a giant bird of prey. Oh, fair. Wyvern's a lizard. They're choking each other bro. out right now. You guys can't see it. <laughs> yeah. I would just have to agree. <laughs> agree to kind of disagree, but also agree. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's definitely not just a bird. Anyway. 
Well, I mean, it's, it breeds fire. So I, I just googled dragon tail. I googled what is nameless king's pet, and the first thing that comes up is the nameless king and his giant pet chicken. <laughs> <laughs> there, okay. See what I mean? Yeah, we'll it's a we'll shake on chicken. Okay, it's a chicken, fire breathing chicken. Because that's <laughs> it's a chickens are like half flying raptor birds. So yeah. this true, go. yeah. They're it's like, hard. Yeah. It's a it's a bird because it has to be. <laughs> How to yeah. beat Nameless King and his pet bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, oh my gosh. I think I think hands down he's the hardest fight in the base game. Yeah, for sure. I forget sometimes yeah. that he's a base game boss. For yeah. some reason, a lot half the time I think he's a DLC because boss, he's but he's not that epic. Yeah. And also yeah. he's 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 optional and the way to get to him is actually pretty, pretty um, it's it's not it's not like Dark Souls One DLC complex, but no. it's not. You, you it's can, not super obvious. You can put two two and two together with yes, that one. Yes, yeah. But, oh my gosh, he's so fun to fight. He's the he's the mm, he's the kind of boss that's like so hard, but yet mm-hmm. so it's so it cool. feels fair when you fight him. Yeah, it feels like, balanced. Like, it feels looking good. at it, it's like God, a, a crow dragon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm still weird. stuck on what it is. Because <laughs> it has <laughs> bird feet. Looking. It's got bird yeah. feet. It's yeah. got like talons and, yeah. and feathers and shit. But it's also, it, it breeds dragons. It, bre- yeah. dragon. it, it breeds dragons. <laughs> it shoots <laughs> dragons from its... It's fucking horrifying. It's a dragon-breathing chicken. Yes. It's a, it's a descendant <laughs> of dragons. Yeah. So which, which are chickens. DS3 takes place... It doesn't ever specify, but I would say like thousands of years in the future. Oh, who who knows? Yeah, millennia. Time doesn't even matter. It, it could be like the next day. Who the fuck? Knows? It's a week yeah. later. Yeah, yes. a week later. It, it it takes place in a world where the the canonical ending of DS one is where you do link the flame. Yeah, because otherwise DS three the world wouldn't still be here. wouldn't be here. Well, yeah. Even not necessarily. However, it is evidence of the world. It's even even worse a shape than it was in the first game. Oh boy, is it? Yeah, especially yeah. in Orlando. My oh gosh. God, yeah. I mean, the first boss you fight is this. Okay, I love Gundyr. So Udex Gundyr. It's a I, it's a good tutorial boss. I actually really uh, very like first it. time I fought him, I and beat him first try. I felt, yeah. so, and that was like really? my first. As I think I've said this. DS three was my first real Dark Souls experience, and Udex Gundyr was my first boss, and I beat him first try. I That's felt amazing. so good. Did Udex you fight Gundyr. the Crystal Lizard? Fuck no. I got <laughs> no, I, I got demolished by that thing. Just yeah. stumbling in on accident. And it's like, why is it rolling at me? Dead. <laughs> it's like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. No, I. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Ash Cemetery, it's just, it's so twisted. Things aren't where they should be. You mm-hmm. can tell parts of the earth have just been like. Just moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a it's an arm it's an end of the world game for sure. And a lot of that is everything is trying to converge. The the world itself is pulling everything towards the first flame to get someone to freaking do something. Mm-hmm. That's that yeah, because that's that's what what's going what on. What we talked about with DS one is is like what you said, Lucas. There's supposed to be this natural cycle of like birth and death, birth and death. Yeah. But through linking through the c- continuous linking of the flame. That cycle has been stalled for so long, mm-hmm. and its reality is tearing itself apart because of it. Mm-hmm. And DS3, the world that you're in, is big evidence of that. Yep. And this idea of stagnation is in Elden Ring as well. That's a, that's, a, that's pretty much the we're like. What's the problem with the world of Elden Ring? It's stagnation again. But uh, in, it's too in, pretty. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, um, it's way too with pretty. with Elden Ring. You know, the living and death is stagnation. Except Caleb. But the living and Ugh. undying is also stagnation. But the thing about the rot, though, is that it's actually a correction. Hey, remember, we're not on the Elden Ring yet. You're right. You're right. <laughs> DS3, focus. DS3. Yes, folk focusing. Yeah. Okay. And the character you play is just the latest of the long line of people who have come. Well, not necessarily. You're not the one who's going to link. That's here to link the flame. You are here to gather all the previous champions who have linked the flame to make and them get them to again. do it again. Yeah. Because you're just ash. You're you're even worse than an undead. No, you're literally someone who just failed. Who like, is it that says is it like the, the the gives me conniptions guy who says not fit to lick their boots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh another crestfallen warrior that uh-huh. Miyazaki loves crestfallen people just as much as he likes feet. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the what's going on here. The bells ring and it's like everything's failing. Mm-hmm. Go wake up the trash. That's all we've got <laughs> yeah. left is literally. All... Yeah, there are, there are no other people left to link the flame. All... They have to go and summon back the people who did it in the past. All that's all that's left is the is ashes, and that's what you are. You are you're the ashen one. You're an ashhole. Yeah, you're an ashhole. Literally, we, I I don't know if you're like an amalgamation of just failed, burnt up people, or if you were a single failed, burnt up person. That's not really said. I think it's like you're a mixture. Like you're just the, some ashes. Even That's form. what I always got out of it. I feel like you're you're meant to just be like this like collection of people who didn't do yeah, a job. You're, you're a collection <laughs> yeah. of losers. A collection of yeah. failure. <laughs> you you are the embodiment of the losers club. Yeah. Yes. And your job is to go And I beat you next gun to your first try. You know, one of the coolest <laughs> opening cinematics ever. You're shown the it's lords that cool. you're here to find. Um Yorm was such a huge letdown from his amazing cutscene. Really was fucking stupid Honestly, ass yeah. boss. I hate that fight so much because because it, it could have been. I've I don't hate it, but it definitely is a letdown. I've I've never. I enjoyed... like it more because of the Seagward uh, side plot. That makes That's it better. Fair. Without uh, Seagward being there, bro. It's, when you it's a when you find him for the first time, he is such a fucking Chad. Yeah, like, he's I just like chilling, him. drinking. And he's like, no. all right, you're here. Let's fucking do this shit. And he just <laughs> fucking runs in. Time to kill a demon. Yeah, you should have waited. You should have waited. I love Sigrid. <laughs> I love his. Blind. I love his. I lo- yeah. And then he teaches you how to drink. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Fun what fact: the thing he gives you called the Siegbräu. It's German for victory brew. It's beautiful, and it's delicious. Yes. And he uses mm-hmm. the spy. It looks really good, actually. Which Dark Souls Three now coolest weapon? You you can crucify me for this, but I think Dark Souls falls 3, down a well. Dark Souls 3 had the best iteration of no. Spyhander. Pat, is it Patches pushes him down the well? Yeah, he it? pushes him yeah. down there. Oh, we it's love so Patches, funny. though. But he's like, hello? Is anybody hello? up there? You know that <laughs> you know this motherfucker has a, a resplendent uh, handlebar mustache. You so, just know it. Have you so, seen like the, the zoom in when people like... Yeah, you can see him. Okay. He looks like he looks like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, didn't... like when like when people like get the camera just right, yeah. like he has a yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, it's like put uh... himself in the well. No, I think Patches. No, put, no, think... Patches has no his, his armor's down there, and he tries to get it. I think, or Patches oh, tells him it's down there. I'm pretty something sure. like that. Or I thought it was you. All you do to to get him out of the well is throw him his armor. Yeah, you give and it back. Kind of stuff, yeah, yeah, and then he comes. I think he's down there himself because he's like, I'm naked. 
<laughs> that's I, that's I, hilarious. I, to think about. I, I think that's what it is. I don't want to come out of here and show you my nethers. Yeah, I think it's something like that. <laughs> that's actually but really. That's I, I accept that headcanon. That's think, hilarious. I, I think that's what it is because you don't you don't help him out of the well. No, you just throw his. If armor anything, down, you make it harder out. because now he has because now he's heavy <laughs> with armor. Now he's he, he's an onion now. Yes. Oh, yes. I love this design so much. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you're basically an amalgamation of absolute losers. Yeah. And it's just like in DS1 where the intro tells you what you have to do. Yeah. You have it 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 gives you a checklist. Go find these motherfuckers yep. and convince quote unquote convince them, bring them back. to bring them back and link the fire. One dude's already there who I've heard speculation that Ludlith, Ludlith is actually so I, I don't it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but I've heard people say that that guy is the Dark Souls 1. Uh, protagonist like canonically no i don't think so i don't think so either but i've heard people say that it's interesting to think about my character's name was Beegis, not Ludlow. <laughs> <laughs> fair it's wrong but and this is probably like the coolest collection of bosses indeed like ds3 i think has the best bosses out of the franchise yeah you've got mm-hmm. um the, the abyss watchers super cool who fight. admittedly come out of blood are bloodborne looking motherfuckers but they're so fucking cool that is a very cool fight. Yeah, they're fun. You've got um fucking uh gosh, what are the other lords? Of- oh, uh, Aldrich, the Devourer of Gods. That Who- was actually fun. Cool design, I, but I think Aldrich eh. is really cool because of definitely uh, because of lore reasons. But cool. The yeah. first time I remember, I played DS3 before I. I played all the way through DS one, so I didn't know who Gwendolyn was. I didn't. I oh. I really wish I had played through DS one yeah. before DS three because I didn't get the Anne Orlando or the Gwendolyn connection oh, at dude, all. You didn't have that I, nostalgia. I didn't have that nostalgia. No, when I came yeah. across the giant who was dead, I didn't have a moment where I cried my eyes out because of. Oh, him. Yeah, I remember so when you finally beat fucking the bane of my existence in that game, fucking Pontiff Sullivan, mm. and then oh, you get out, man. and then like Jesus in the Christ. distance, like you see like the. The spires and all that shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're that like, kind of looks like Anna Orlando. It looks familiar. It's like, is that? And yeah. then you get to it and you're like, what? Yeah. Was. Holy was shit. Cool. Um, and then you fight that giant spider monkey bullshit machine. Yeah, the boss so, is not uh, a boss. According to this yeah. thing that I'm reading, just before we completely move on, uh, it does confirm that Patches steals it and then he climbs down there to hide because he is naked. Oh, okay. uh, you are right. Yeah. That's incredible. But people are asking it. how he gets out exactly because he just wants his armor to leave and it doesn't make sense He's how. It's, someone said he used um, emit force down to propel himself up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he launches himself uh, out. <laughs> that's such a fun spell to just throw at people too. It's just bullying. Oh, it is great. Gosh. It is phenomenal. You do a jet. I've seen people do Jedi playthroughs where they just use four spells and then like a katana with like magic blade. It's like, oh, it's pretty cool. But, uh, Fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but gosh. Yeah. So you got to go find these folks. Hopefully talk them into it. And believe it or not. After linking the fire once, they're like, yeah. How about no? So then you gotta whoop their asses, and then basically, fundamentally, drag their corpse back to their seats into the uh, uh, firelink shrine, where you then 
instead of them sitting there and basically helping, kind of like giving you their power so you can link the fire, you, you kill them. <laughs> you just bring their ashes <laughs> back. Bring their ashes. Like, you're going to do this, motherfucker, whether you, you want to you or not. You tell them, sit down. Yeah. Yeah, and, you got the Abyss Watchers, Aldrich, the Devourer of Gods, who the first time you find Aldrich, he's, in the, in the cutscene, he's just poop. He's just diarrhea. He's sludge, man. Yeah. But when you fight him, you notice he's got like an upper torso and like arms waving around a stick. And if you're like me and played this before you played DS1, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I don't I don't know. He's got a body now, so you just fight him. But no, it turns out, as I as I found out later on, he ate Gwendolyn apparently survived this long. Yeah. And was eaten by Aldrich. He's currently being eaten alive. Yes. He's being he's taken over by he he, he might he probably is dead. Oh yeah. Because his body's being him. taken over by Aldrich. Yeah. It but, is Dark Souls though, so yeah, he might sure. not be dead. <laughs> Aldrich, yeah. Aldrich is pretty, pretty freaking metal. Yeah, because so I for mean, lore reasons, I mean, design wise, he's literally just shit. So it's yeah. like not that interesting. <laughs> well, but it's it's because the way because you fight him in the orange scene in Smo boss room. Yes, it's mm-hmm. very cool. So he's just eaten so many people that he is bloated to where he's just become sludge boy. That's what he is. So. It's 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 pretty unique. It's pretty cool. I like the Aldrich fight. Um, it's a DPS race, pretty much. He's he's he is a blob that you hit. But he shoots spells. It looks it's cool. Like, all of his shit is just like it's so easy to dodge, though. I feel like yeah. he has so many tells. Oh gosh, his melee attacks might as well not even exist because it's yeah. it's literally just please hit me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but his 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 arrow spell. Oh my his, god! Where he rains down arrows like Radon, the single most devastating attack in like the entire. And game. then that combined with just like his soul arrows, those th- those are that's what will kill you instantly. Other than that, he is a he is a sponge that you thwack. Yeah, you know, it was dead. on the way there. One of like my favorite things, um, the one the one kind of hidden bonfire and like the. Underground area where you fight the um, what should we call it? Yeah, oh, the shit oh, the, dogs, and you just get the, alli- the alligator dogs, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's <clears> got, there's like, like a quest line that picks up there, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool, invading that in that area <laughs> and like baiting people to follow you, like all the way back up the yeah. ladder, and then you just yeah. wrath of kings them, and it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, dude. And yeah, that's the area that's right after Pontiff Sullivan, who is yeah, so cool but so fucking hard. He's 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 General Grievous essentially. That is a very yeah. very overwhelming boss fight. Yeah, especially I mean, if, like so for you, I can imagine as your first Dark Souls game hitting <laughs> that shit. Yeah, because then you're like yeah. the first the first like uh, phase is like it's tough, but you know it's mm-hmm. it's doable. And they're like, ah, oh, this isn't so bad. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, there's two, he clones them two of them. What yeah. the fuck? I'm pretty sure the only way I beat him, I think, I think uh, Gabriel, I think I summoned Gabriel, our other brother. Oh, I yeah. think I summoned him, and he helped me out. Hey, that's understandable. That's the only reason I got, I, I got past Pontiff. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. That was parrying and baiting are key for that boss fight for phase two. Yeah, Dark Souls three was the only one I ever soul level one. Really? Yeah, I, I did the entire... That means no leveling up, people. I did the entire main game 
without leveling up all once. boss yes and the first dlc how did you do that that it would have taken forever no no you because you can you can get good damage if you find the right weapons mm-hmm. you can, but the best, you, you, uh, like dark souls one had the uh the one club that you can infuse the or yeah that and then you get the uh the giant mallet mm-hmm. really how did you damage. have it surely there was there was a lot there was a lot of weapons that you have to like level up your strength or dex or stuff no you you can get rings that do that give you bonuses like if you get the dragon True. slayer axe and any kind of like lightning grease and resin in that game then you're you're good that thing does so much damage on raw infused demon but souls you, is the only one i have not soul level one Really? Wow. I haven't even attempted to solo level one anything. No. After... It's not, it sounds really rough, but like Dark Souls is all about like mechanics, like learning mechanics. So it's I like I can see it. I, it'll I take longer, it being... obviously, but like I feel like you could do it if you actually wanted to. I can you see can. it in a way being a little less frustrated because you're fr- frustrating because you're not as worried about picking up your souls or losing souls. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you want them to like buy items and shit, but it's not yeah. as crushing yeah. if you lose yeah. it. Yeah, for most of it it's it's suicide running to get a couple pieces of gear that you know you can use to like mm-hmm. the full potential because you could still only go to like like I don't know like plus 5 for most of the weapons at that point or something. Yeah. And using that because um in the games majority of the time the, <clears throat> the weapons uh the weapon levels scale more than worrying about like what your strength level is also at. Yeah, the difference between base weapon and plus 10 is so much greater than a plus 10 with like base strength versus like 50 strength. It adds it adds considerable damage, but not enough to where it's like, oh, this is a slog. Oh, Frida was really fun to fight on soul level oh, one. Jesus though. Christ. Mm. She could just one shot you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was... you'll, you'll get a ton of value out of like a plus 10 weapon at like level 10 strength than you know oh yeah you... plus one weapon at like 35 strength oh in, in infinitely more yeah because they're yeah. they'll scale higher too at that point when the weapons mm-hmm. actually increase like they'll go from like c scaling to like s tier scaling mm-hmm. and, then and you also have raw, raw infusions which remove scaling and give it a good base damage which was is good in certain cases Oh, what was it? Was and it the then, raw, the raw rapier in Dark Souls one? Wasn't that like maybe raw doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Raw never made a whole lot of sense in Dark Souls one because they could only go to plus 10. And then like a base plus 15 would more than likely be better than a raw plus 10, even with the same stats. So raw never made a whole lot of sense to me in Dark Souls one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't quite get it. It might there was be one something... weapon specific. Like, I can't remember what it was, but it was it was meant for like soul level one runs where something was really like. No people use the barbed club a lot. I've heard it of is, a raw yeah. barbed club. And, that, and then that... uh, two handing the the S stock when you just like run for it. I was yeah. really strong too. Yeah, all thrusting weapons get a secret critical modifier. Yeah, it's so satisfying. It's, it's so dumb too. You're just two hand. You're waiting yeah. in the game, just <laughs> yeah, everything to death. I did do a spear run in Dark Souls. I got the pike, and it had never been easier in my entire life to go through that game. <laughs> you just get a good shield, and you just poke things till they die, and it's poke. <laughs> and then you get then you get the silver knight spear, which is a really fun weapon. And you just oh, absolutely, yeah, you absolutely yeah. shred everything. 
But uh, yeah, Dark Souls Three, Lord. Um, Dark Souls Three has some really interesting endings. Yeah, how many endings does it have? One. Is it five? Let me think. There's the linking of the flame. The standard ending, yeah. Yep. There is. I think is it just three endings? Linking of the flame. Have a look. The letting the fire fade. Once you've given the firekeeper the eyes. And oh, then yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Then the, the Lord so of the... So that's how you do that. When you don't just choose no, you have to give the firekeeper yeah. eyes. Then you have There's to There's four do endings. The Lord of Londor ending. What's the what's the fourth one I'm forgetting? Oh, uh, you, you can kill her. Yeah, kill you, the you soul kill of the Cinder. You give her the eyes. And then act like you're going to let the fire fade. Then you attack her. And then you just take the fire for yourself. Because... And it, so it said, Ash seeketh flames. And it's so, so you're just like a little greedy boy the whole time. You're just mm. like, pretty fire. That Ending would be like four, the worst looking ending. at the steps, it's like really lengthy. <laughs> Londor, yeah. Yeah, you've got it. That's the coolest ending, though. Usurpation of fire. Yeah, like you take the fire. You take over it. Oh. And like darkify it. It's, it's, it's cool. For me, I see that as the which actual... is the one. Wh- which ending do you? Which... Okay, let me find that. You're good. The subplot where you like marry. That's the Lord of Lombard. That's the Lord of. Okay, that's okay. That's the usurp the where flame. You usurp then. the flame, which, okay. in my opinion, is the best ending because it's it's something new that looks like it breaks the cycle where people can choose to just continue to screw up the world, mm-hmm. and you're just like, no. Nah. I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> and it's like such a cool cutscene of your character just like walking away. You got everyone bowing to you. And it's like the Lord of Londor. Why it Londor? is interesting that uh, like, the humans were there. Oh, so two in, or three in Bloodborne are the only ones where like one of the ending, endings was hitting behind like a, like a mini quest line. Yeah. The rest are all kind of just like blatantly obvious. Well, except uh, you have to get all the crowns and everything in Dark Souls 2. That's an interesting one. But its ending doesn't make a whole lot of sense where you just forsake fighting and letting it burn out. In the fire lets you fight uh, the, the Soul of Cinder, though. Um, and that's badass. You have to fight the Soul of Cinder regardless. Yeah, that's what oh. you do to access the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Scrub alert, folks. Just joking. Fake fan. It's been and, forever since I since I beat and then PS3. Fucking Elden Ring comes out with like nine endings and they're all oh quest based. You know, I haven't done one of the endings and I've beaten the game maybe a hundred times. Which, which have, one? It was probably the same one I never went around to doing until I had myself for the platinum. I, yeah, I had ne- I have never bothered to get the uh, Age of Despair ending the oh, dung e- with the dung eater. Yeah, I just that, never yeah, bothered. That was that was the last one for me. It was that, and then right before that, I did the um the, the sunflower ending, that long this, fucking drawn out quest line. Sunflower ending? Do you mean the the Age of Perfect Order? Yeah, with the fucking the weird guy you encounter is just standing there with a the sunflower face, and it's like a oh, really, yeah, 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 really yeah. long, fucking uh, drawn out quest line. I did that because I did a golden order build, so I I wanted to do that quest line because it unlocks. You have to kind of follow the quest line to get one of the spells, and and so I was kind of doing it anyway. 
So I went ahead and got that. And I think that's the best ending because Gold Mask is basically like, you know, order is cool and all, but the thing that's actually wrong is these gods and demigods think that they're better than us, but they still just make stupid decisions. And so the ending is hell yeah. The ending is sort of (laughs) shit on them all. The ending is sort of perfect order. It's like they're all subject to order. Like America, you don't get to just screw around with things and destroy lives anymore. Um, So it basically just think it's the best ending. So it's like it's a perfected golden order. When you wear his shirt and you're a girl, you have under boobs. (laughs) There's a lot of booba in that shirt. Amazing. Uh, uh, Gold Mask is Chad. He's cool. Gold Mask is cool, man. Gold Mask never yeah. said a fucking word. Nope. Yep. And if you find his mask, it's like it's, Nick Cage in Willy's Wonderland. If you find his mask, it's like it, it, it's something that he actually wrote. So it's like he's like, hey, whoever whoever finds this mask, may you be radiant as well. And it's like I feel solar. <laughs> well, I feel solar. <laughs> yeah. I do feel radiant. <laughs> And it's like, that's super, super cool. But no, he's just like, yeah, the Golden Order is actually screwed up, guys. And it's like, yeah, it is. Because if it wasn't screwed up, things wouldn't be screwed up now, so, which means it wasn't, it means it was imperfect. What was and, uh, It's what the prettiest was it one of the too. endings for the Dung Eater. There was like something about it that made me delay doing it for so long. I don't remember why. You, well. <clears throat> To get one of the said bead curses, you have to let Dung Eater kill um, Blackguard guy who sells you prawns. Maybe it was just and Dung Eater's quest that I hated. It's kind of you have to you have to find all the seed bed curses. Like I was going to do it, but then I'd realized I had turned Lane Dale into ash. And the last seedbed curse I needed was actually there. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need it that bad. Because yeah. especially because it's this, it's the generic ending. It's just colored differently, and I'm like, don't really need this. I don't. Uh, the the dung eater is unique. I I cannot decide whether or not he's, he's dung. actually That's pretty evil. Because <laughs> he basically wants to turn some dung eater. He wants to turn everyone into <laughs> omen, which in the golden order, omen are seen as curse. But back in the age of the crucible, the omen were seen as blessed. So it's like, does is turning everyone into omen an actual problem? It does. Like it basically. The I think he just wants to eat poop and everyone leave him that, alone. That, <laughs> Let the man eat his dung, right? He has well, he's, he's called reason. dung eater because you know in Sekiro, the the headless pulls your your soul out of your ass, and like in Japanese mythology, it's where your soul is. It's an organ uh, inside your butt, and uh, the headless does this move where he rips. I didn't know that. He rips that out of your butt, oh. and that's in whenever you find a dung eater corpse, they're what sitting the fuck, in a, Japan. They're sitting in a chair with their groinal region all bloodied out. <laughs> I feel like that describes ass. everything in Souls. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> fuck Japan. So what the fuck, Japan? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But uh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, so I don't, I don't quite understand the ending of Despair. Like I thought about it, and I'm like, every, There's every, despair. If everyone's cursed, that means no one's cursed. It always sucks so, getting to that turning point in like a playthrough where you like you you forget that you turn the capital to ash and like you're reading through like a guide on how to do something. Like, oh yeah, let's go back here, go to this section, and then I can 
Uh, Fuck, I, I went too far. I know. Okay, well, I next know. playthrough it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, NG, NG plus 75, here we go. That, that happened to me with yeah. um, uh, doing, collecting all the weapons in like one, one playthrough. Where there's the the one thing on top of the uh, the bolt of the grand tip sex. of the spear, yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, well, okay, next time. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I need to play it again. Uh, yes, you do. You need to beat it. Mm-hmm. Freaking no. I feel like I got close. You you beat the fire giant, right? Yes. Yeah, I got to the one place oh, so you're with the about to... in the middle. He's at Fair Missoula. He hasn't killed Malaketh yet. Yeah. Which sucks because oh. that's like one of the best fights in the whole game. Yeah, and it has <sighs> Passalala Halmanamajax, the dragon. Yeah, yeah. I King Ghidorah of Dark Souls. Like yes. I've got two hundred plus hours in it. Like I played a shit ton of it. I just never got to the end of the story. It's so good. Placidusex is a really fun. I fight finished. Um, Have you seen his Pl- intro, Mike? At least Placidusex or Placidusex, I think is what you said. I, no, I don't think so. Flaccid sack. Flaccid sax. Flaccid saxophone. <laughs> Flaccid sack. The, the three-headed yeah. dong dragon. <laughs> yes. No. His intro is because it's like it's very obviously inspired by King Ghidorah, but like <laughs> it's it's just like this this floating lump, and you're like, oh, okay, yes, and then like fucking lightning and shit comes out, and you're like. Puts out the the fucking heads and the wings and shit. And it's like, ah! and then you fight it. It's really cool. <laughs> it's, it sounds it's, dope. It's a fun fight. <laughs> it's awesome. He's and it's a secret I, one. I, ironically, he's not resistant to lightning. So I was running a lightning paladin build, and I had ancient dragon lightning strike. I killed him in literally ten seconds. With that That's one a spell. pretty short amount of time. It, it was sad because it's a really fun fight, but he he never changed phases. He never did a melee attack. He just kept <gasps> doing his scream where he summons lightning strikes. And I was just down there by his ass, just charging up my spells. And it just, it's the one that rains down and spreads out. So it hit him like 50 times each. And so it's like, oh. He's also uh, not immune to um, common Azure either. So, Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. Uh, yeah. That's how I broke broke him the first time I ever fought him on accident. Oh, you with... you broke him? Yeah, I broke his boss animations and everything with like hyper buffing and then just casting it and just holding it. Where <laughs> I broke his his stage transition and everything. He got stuck oh, and like where he was supposed to transition, it skipped the cutscenes and like all that kind of shit. And he just stuttered and then he just was stuck in like a like a T pose and I just <laughs> melted him just one in like two casts and that was it. I was like. Beautiful. Oh, so I had to fight him like another time to actually see the boss fight. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah like if, if you do like a, a regular just strength build, nothing special. You're just doing standard damage. Um, it's he's he's tough. He's a he's, he's a hard he's hard. You can hard. Uh, once you beat Malakath, you can go find his his secret entrance and fight him. So get on it. It's a really cool. Fight. I don't. You don't have to kill Malakath first, do you? I thought you had. To, I thought he had to be dead for the him to like appear there because i thought it's like blocked it's like locked or blocked or some shit before you can i don't know i don't think i've ever tried to fight him before malekith yeah i don't know i, I might be wrong but i'm pretty I, I i feel like i've tried and I, I thought there's something that doesn't let you in until he's dead that's possible but you want to fight malekith anyway because he's probably he's probably the best fight in the game yeah i like godfrey more that's but that's but that's just mm-hmm. because godfrey's chad top five bosses i think too just for me in general, 
yeah. All Souls. All Souls. Malakad's Malakad's really Malakad. Super fun. Cool. Super fun. It, it's again, it's that it's a DPS off because he doesn't have a lot of health, but if you blink at the wrong time, you're going to die instantaneously. It's an over exaggeration, but he does that. He does so much damage. Interesting, and it's so flashy. Talk shit at you too. Oh man, yeah. all the best Dark Souls bosses But this this time, he's going to recognize me because I've done his whole Gurank quest line of finding all the Death Root. I'm making my beast paladin build, and so when I see him, he'll he's gonna be like, "Why are you here? <laughs> Why? Why, SpongeBob? Yeah. Why? Why? Just in death to kill what? So, I'm gonna kill your mom. I propose we move on to all of our favorite game, all of our all of our favorite game, our favorite game, our favorite game. You don't need all of all. Yeah, game all our. Favorite of game, all of game yes. favorite hour. All <laughs> yes. our game, all, game. all our games, us. all our games are belong to us. Yes, Bloodborne, Bloodborne, oh. the Bloodborne lore. Oh my gosh, the shortest. We game did do a fair bit been. in part one, so it shouldn't be too bad. A little bit, yeah, this is true. But yeah, it probably is the shortest. Uh, other than, the other than Demon Souls, I think it yeah. is. Even with all the side content, the DLCs, it's pretty short. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, man! You could you could put over a hundred hours in the game, but oh, I have. You don't. I have feel like to. that's like honestly, like all the games end up being that way. Even like I guess Elden Ring is like the one that's the only kind of exception, just because of how actually like big yeah. it is scale wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dark Souls but Two I, is pretty huge. Yeah, once you once you get down and like understand like all the mechanics and shit, you can you can run through a Dark Souls game pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, like speed yeah. run, like you know, exploits aside, you can power through a run in like two hours. I mean, mm-hmm. let's say I'm doing. I did an Eld, started an Elden Elden Ring run last night. This is a build run too, so I'm not speed running through it. I probably played for like five hours, and I'm at Malaketh, and I've already grabbed everything I needed and did the whole death route quest lines and all that. But I know that I know the game now. Mm-hmm. But Bloodborne. Yeah. So mm. it, we we kind of talked a little bit about it in in the in um the first part of this uh two parter, but Bloodborne is completely separate from um the, all the Dark Souls games. Doesn't take place in the same world or anything. They just um, have the, the the Dark Moon Great Swords, the only. Yeah, that's yeah, like the and that's factor, and, and, and that's more just like uh, just because Miyazaki likes to do that kind of stuff. And patches, there's a patches character yeah, in this game. There is, <laughs> there is a patches. A patches. Yes, he's the voice actors there. Yeah, the voice yep. actors there. This is his head looks the same. He's he has the same little, general. Uh, yeah, too much Arby's. Yeah, he's got an extra <laughs> leg or two. Yeah. Arby's beef is not human. Come on, like not meant for humans. I should say, <laughs> I say it's not for human not. consumption. <laughs> it, it is human, not for humans. <laughs> Made by humans, not for, for humans. humans. <laughs> um, actually... But it takes place in Yarnum, which is like this Victorian England style 
place. It's, it's my really, favorite setting. It's so the cool. best it's, setting. I remember the very first time I played through it, and I like I like left Yosefka's clinic for the first time, and I was just staring at the cityscape like, oh my! It's based God. off of uh, Prague, I think. Somewhere in Europe, yeah. Because even old Yarnum, there's in Prague. There's Old Town. Which is just the older Prague. I think oh, really? it's Prague. I might be an absolute moron. I mean, right I now. wouldn't be surprised. It's definitely somewhere over in, in Europe. I think it's over the P. I don't know. But there's that. But the oh but Panama. Oh, the lore. Panama the lore. Panama. <laughs> do you guys do you guys want me Philadelphia. to Philadelphia? Do you want me to do a quick rundown <laughs> of the lore? Uh, uh it's, it's Werewolves, so HP, Lovecraft. Uh, yeah, so the game starts out, and this is how it was advertised, man. of it just being like, you know, an old, any dreadful monster hunting Van Helsing type game, where you're killing werewolves and vampires. And There's a curse. Monsters. Yeah. A blood it's curse. Very, it's very much like a Bram Stoker inspired thing. But then you get about halfway through it, and then there's aliens and Cthulhu and shit, and it it's becomes so a cosmic good. horror game. And it was a huge surprise to everybody who played it, because none of that shit was advertised no. at all. Which is what we, we mentioned it previous in like another mm -hmm. episode, with how well advertised that game was, where they kept mm -hmm. something so massive to the actual plot, so hush, mm -hmm. and then they, mm -hmm. it was like a it was like a shock when you finally start seeing this shit to start like you mm -hmm. know, coming to light in the game because it happens like bit by bit we are kind of like uh, i don't know this is this this is a little off something's going on yeah, and then, yeah, you, know, you, the whole you can tell badness yeah. and insight factor and shit like that that you're paying attention to and then there's like the uh i think they start kind of showing it when um what are the 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 big kidnapper people because they have like the little tentacle mouths like like the first hint that something Lovecraftian oh, is approaching. Oh, you're, you're yeah. talking about the brain sucker that you find there. The brain the, sucker, yeah. The, yeah. Cathedral ward, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. see that thing, you're just like, like, what the fuck why? is a, what, what the fuck is a Zoidberg doing? Yeah. Here? With their slappy feet. Yeah. They're basically little mind flayers. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's only and the then, one that you see for the, the longest time. Yeah. Ish. But so yeah. wild. And then there's the um umbilical the, cords. The knapsack people and they capture you and bring you into the fucking that prison and then when you get outside oh, it's yeah, like cool. a more fucked version of like the the world you're used to and mm -hmm. everything's like upside down basically and now everything has like twenty seven eyes and tentacles coming out of their asshole. And I remember shit. the first time I got kidnapped and sent to Yahargul, it was like, Oh, where am I? Where am I? Where do I go? How do I get out of here? Wow, what's going on? Then you get it is werewolves made out of body very parts. Very anxiety yeah. inducing. It's a oh, yeah. terrifying oh, zone. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's it's so it, scary. Even like your your first like main encounter when you get down to like the first open area and you get mm -hmm. just fucking gang banged by like twenty seven enemies at once and they chase yeah, there's you. There's a like, lot infinitely. of enemies. There's a lot of enemies in that open that first uh first area. Mm -hmm. And then you can run into Parl on accident. Get fucking yeah. stuck there forever. Yeah, that's a fun fight. I like Parl. God, that was the only boss that Miyazaki solely designed. Oh, really? He, he was that's like, pretty I, cool. I want to let me handle this it's one. Dark Beast Parl. Oh, he's really cool. So essentially, from what we can gather, the story of Bloodborne because it's just as much of an enigma as the other Souls games. It all starts in Bergen. Yeah, these ancient like scholars and explorers found this ancient civilization called uh, Thumeru. 
And within Thumero, they found the old blood. It never specifies exactly what it is. I don't know if it's just like blood in vials or if it's like a, a fossil of some Abriatus. kind. I'm not for sure. They find something and they discover that it has abilities um, like cure ailments and things like that. But it also has a side effect. It turns people into beasts. <laughs> Oops. And, yeah. Somewhere along the way, because it's, it's the College of Bergenworth that like yeah. spearheads all this. But there's a schism. Yep. There's people who want to just keep with the uh, with the tradition of using the old blood as a healing method, and that's that's the that's the church, right? What 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 it is is Bergenworth is all about getting to the next step of human evolution, right? And they find this old blood which has mutagenic properties. Mm-hmm. Which you're in, you're given some of it as a hunter, mm-hmm. and there at that opening cutscene, it shows a wolf that you're dreaming of, which would be like the beastly nature you're about to transform, it gets burnt away because you're given a hunter's mark, so you're basically protected by the moon presence because you're a moon scented hunter, so you're protected from the beastly nature because you're a tool for the moon presence, because what what happened found this blood with this mutagenic property and the schism was you you had um lawrence and willem willem was like this is dumb and dangerous you know we need more eyes basically saying we need we need to be smarter before we start changing physically our our mental state has to evolve so then that way, we're not just blindly transformed. No, he literally wants more eyes. Yes, I, I was going to say but it's, it's bloodborne. It, he meant it literally too. Yes, it's, it's literally literal eyes on the in, lining the inside 12. of his skull. Yes, we need eyes then, on our eyes. Then you got Lawrence and in, in his posse, who are like, "No, we can do stuff with this blood," and so they leave and form the Healing Church, quote unquote, which is a cover so that they can freely experiment on the people of Yarnum. And it does heal. It does. It does heal. So they're not lying. But it also will screw your life up, man. You want to be a wolf boy? You want to be a freak? Go to the healing church. And so Lawrence leaves. He gets some special blood. He goes, or someone, I'm pretty sure it's Lawrence, goes to Canehurst, gives some blood to the people there because he sees like they're. They're like a direct line of Thumerians. And the queen takes the blood. She gets pregnant. You know, years later, or however much time, Lawrence goes back to the church, to Canehurst, with his posse of executioners, and claims that, like, the people of Canehurst have bad blood. We need to kill them. Steals the baby, gets a cord of the eye. A lot of this is, is headcanon, but it's it's... It's filling in the blanks of what's there. And that's where they get the umbilical cord that creates the hunter's dream. The one that you find in the actual hunter's workshop in the waking world. And you eat them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to consume. But mm-hmm. And then you, you yeah. Ber- Bergenworth basically just continues doing what worm. it's doing. Willem's up there looking at the moon. He's like trying to grow some eyeballs. He's doing something. Oh. Back to the eyeballs. They want to um, ascend to the levels yeah, of the great ones. They do an experiment with a cord of the eye that they found in the tomb, and Rom comes into existence, a failed great one. It's not quite ascended. It's vacuous means dumb, stupid. And also we, we, means lots of eyes in Welsh. True. 
does it are you making that up he's making roger i could be <laughs> but we, but with with the vacuous rom we don't know if it's meaning that rom is stupid because he, he because she didn't achieve actual godhood great onehood or vacuous in that it hides the truth and makes everyone else stupid yeah because once you kill rom mm-hmm. then everything is kind of revealed to you you start seeing yes. all the alien motherfuckers that have just mm-hmm. been there the whole time and so the church doing all their experiments, they get a beast problem. So they have they hire some hunters. Garman being one of Junta. the first one. And, and it's it's presumed that Garman had ties with Bergenworth. Because they're you'll notice that they all look very different from like the natives of Yarnum. Like look at the natives of Yarnum, they've got long appendages and weird, lanky, lanky, beastly looking. And it, it was thought at first that that was, oh, they're all turning into beasts. But if you read H.P. Lovecraft, like there, um, what's the, there's one of his books that's, it was, it's a fishing village. And it's, oh, In- Innsmouth? Innsmouth, yeah. And the people there also looked different. They looked kind of like fish people, but human. You could tell they were human, but they like had weird eyes and stuff. And it was called the Innsmouth look. Mm-hmm. So they it's had like gills the, too, or some shit. It was like revealed later yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And so the people of Yarnum have like the Yarnum look. And then you have the normal people like Garman, Willem, Lawrence. So they all look like they have come from outside to Yarnum f- for the Bergenworth. They're part of that research group or something. And then they start the healing church. And the people of Yarnum already like blood. Because as you can kind of piece together, Yarnum is Thumeru. Like built on top of it. Well, not just mm-hmm. that. It's the same society as it's developed. Because you just get to the oldest parts of Thumeru, you go deeper. Mm-hmm. Which means the higher the level, the more recent it is. With the most recent level of Thumeru being Yarnum. And this is... Further uh, strengthened by the fact that Yarnum is named after the Queen of Thumeru, mm-hmm. Queen, Queen Yarnum. So it's sort of believed that Yarnum's and uh, they are already into blood because they're weirdos. <laughs> and that, and then that, that's why the Healing Church was like, "Yeah, we love blood." And they're like, "Yeah, we like blood. Yeah, cool. This will, this stuff will heal you." And you, you had all this happen. And then the beasts got larger. And so the healing church was like, you know, we're going to have our own hunters with big old big boy sticks. And so they created their own type of hunters. Stuff started going south. Lawrence and Garman, for some reason, make a pact with the moon presence. Create this hunter's dream. So Lawrence can go do something. This is where it kind of gets foggy. The whole game ends whenever you, as far as the moon presence's use for you and your ability to be done, your job is done, according to Garman, once you have slain the, uh, the uh, what's it called? This, the thing with 500 different arms, the baby carriage at the oh, top of the uh, Mer- Mer- Oh, the wet nurse? The wet nurse, yes, thank you. And... Queen Yarnum's outside crying, and what I think happened is one of the one of the guys that was with Lawrence was named Mikalash, and like Lawrence disappeared years go by apparently. Fucking nutter. It seems like Mikalash <laughs> went down and took Queen Yarnum's baby. 
that's where the umbilical cord came from that you you get from that fight to create the nightmare of Mensis. Because they're all trying to ascend. And my prevailing theory is that, as you know, the babies are the, the children of the great ones, is that that's the moon presence's child that you're trying to, to save from mm-hmm. this terrible nightmare that was created when it was taken from Yarnum, Queen Yarnum. Because time gets convoluted once you go into the dungeons. You actually go back in time the further deeper you go to where Murgo, I mean, well, Murgo's there, but Yarnum is still pregnant when you fight her, even though she's not pregnant in, in the waking world. Yeah. So it's that's sort of my theory of what's going on here and why your job, why the your job is done, why the nightmare is d- ended. It's like, I don't know. It's like, the blood moon is just like, all right, someone stole my baby. Because what's, what's, so, what's so unique about this is that the great ones are actually the, the victims. The real monsters are just the people. Whereas in Lovecraft, you know, it's the mon- the mo- horrible monsters or these unimaginable entities screwing around with mankind. It's more Sometimes. like the, the great ones. The great ones just want to have babies and they're sad. I mean, and whenever it talks about them, it's like they're they're genu- genuine, generally. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? If you pray to a great one, they'll typically answer. They're they're kind of cool. But then you get the the hunter's nightmare, where it's like, hey, we found this dead great one. Let's let's yank the baby out from her womb, do stuff with it, and we we actually believe that's where Rom's sort of the eye came from from that one that turned her into Rom. All of the cords of the eye came from something. The, the moon present, the one that beckoned the moon presence came from the cord of the eye that came from Canehurst, the queen of Canehurst. And from Murgo. Yeah, they're all from children born of a great one with a, with a, from a mother, a human mother. So that's sort of my understanding of the lore as it is. There's so much there to still unwind. Yeah. And there's also another court of the eye that comes from a, a blood whore. Yeah, I'll, what's I'll her be name quiet for me. Annalise? I think so. Someone's name is Annalise in the game. I'm terrible with names. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. That's fine. I mean, you covered it. That was about it. That's Bloodborne in a nutshell. So it's so insane. Not nearly enough blood though, because there's a shit ton of blood in this game. Yes, there is. There really is. It, it is cool too. With um, circling back to when we're talking about um, like the layers of the world, and you know, the further down is like the oldest, coming up to the top, which is like the present day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, like Yarnum coming from the Queen, which you can only fight in the Chalice Dungeons, which take place at grave sites that you basically like open up as like a like a portal, I guess, quote unquote. So mm-hmm. it's like buried pasts, both like physically and like metaphorically. But then you also actually like legitimately go into an underground area in the yep. past, fight her, and then like you find out that like that's literally like the reasoning behind the name of the current world, which yeah. is it's kind of cool where it's like actual 
steps up from like past to present. And mm-hmm. they, you, oh. you go through them, going through like the Chalice Dungeons. An- another point where I believe that, th- that Yarnum is just Thumeru current day is that old Yarnum, the architecture changes and it's more Thumerian. You have the same weird, a lot of the weird statues. Well, you, you, you can look, you can look at like Thumeru and old Yarnum and see similarities. And then from old Yarnum, you see similarities with Yarnum. So you can kind of see a change in architecture throughout the ages as it has developed. Where that's what I think anyway. And everything's layered. Even the nightmares are layered as, as you, because like whenever you're in the nightmare frontier, you can see masts of ships. We had no idea why that was there until you get to the hunter's nightmare. And then you're at an ocean and you see ships with masts reaching up. And in the in the beginning of the hunter's nightmare, like before you fight Ludwig, this seashell woman falls from the sky. <laughs> then as you go up into the hunter's, literally go up, you actually make it to the the fishing hamlet, which is straight from Lovecraft, and it's just absolutely beautiful though. That's literally just Innsmouth. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm totally okay with it, but yeah, it's still great. it's the whole switch of where like the great ones are just kind of there, just kind of chill, and humans are just treating them like science projects, mm-hmm. and you know it's sort of yeah. like it's it's hard to view the old, the great ones as like the antagonists of story because they're the ones getting fucked with. Yeah. You you could say the moon presence is like trapped Garman, but Garman, sure. Garman and Lawrence made the deal. Mm-hmm. They just haven't been able to keep up their end to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And the and the great and uh, the moon presence just wants a a, a surrogate child, mm-hmm. which I think is like when it when whenever you do the ending where you take Garman's place, it embraces you. I think it's like my baby. Mm-hmm. Because every great one yearns for a child, but mm-hmm. always loses it. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's and the, uh, a logic behind that is like once you have become the ultimate being, there is no need for you to have offspring mm-hmm. because you are the ultimate being. So you can't have kids just mm-hmm. because out of nature of being ultimate. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, that's just real sad. Yeah. And like all the nightmares, like it seems like the nightmares are created from traumatic events. When the 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 child stolen from cause that created the nightmare, a hell, like the orphan of cause is this hellish creature, but it's just a twisted form of, of a child that was ripped from his dead mother, and it's just so sad. And like whenever you beat it, you ha- you see the little ghost that pops up, mm-hmm. and you slay it, and it's like you got rid of the nightmare. The, or- the orphan of cause is now at rest, and that's kind of what the dialogue you get is. It's like, wow. Wow. Could have just uh, not been a hyper-aggressive asshole, too, and true, helped out true. a little easier way. Fucking psychopath. But if it, you gotta remember, it was hunters that did it to it, and you're a hunter walking up to him. So ah, fuck that. <laughs> super fun fight. Again, one of the one of the top fights in, in all the games. It's the an insane cause. boss fight. It is. It is. You're constantly moving. It's a perfect Bloodborne fight. It's like a little bit of everything. It is. And it's attacking you with a placenta. It's, it's so gross. It's <laughs> it so is. metal. It's so Ugh. it's oh my gosh. It's like a giant placenta flail. 
It's so good, though. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, two of my fa- all favorite boss fights of all time come from that game. What's the other one? Oh, uh, Ludwig. Oh, yeah. Great boss fight. Yeah. Soundtrack. Everything. Uh, the, sound- the soundtrack of the entire game is phenomenal. Mm. Oh, I'm going to go to sleep listening to Bloodborne Lord podcasts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm joking? No, he actually will. I believe it. It's so good. It's so... It's, oh my it's such a gosh. good story. It's brilliant is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. everything about Bloodborne... The only... I only have one complaint about Bloodborne. Shitty frame yes. rate. Not even that, because it, when it came out, that was the way it was. You know? It's still shitty then, though. You yeah. just do it, and you don't care anymore, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing that, Elden Ring, and then going back <laughs> to Bloodborne, it's like, wow, this is... Quite no, choppy. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I'd have to give it time. Yeah. My one complaint, and it's not even really a complaint, is that if you want to be competitive in PvP, like, have a good chance, you're going to have to farm blood gems. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot of if, RNG. If you don't scum save, which I do, and I'm not ashamed, you get to the fourth... Sometimes fifth depth of a dungeon. The one boss, either a depth five curse rotted fetid, a thing, headless bloodletting beast, or whatever it is, and kill it, and it drops one with a curse that's no good, like attack down. If you don't scum save, then you're doing the entire dungeon over again until you can get that. And it's like, sure, you don't for the game as it is, you don't need the best blood gems at all. Don't you can get the blood gems that, that are in the main story? They're good. There are good ones like That's plus all I've eight, ever plus done. 18. Usually, yeah, you get like the plus eighteen percent physical damage. I have to carry you. That's good. And there is some plus sixteen plus maybe around plus eighteen fire attack if you're doing that. But if you're wanting the best of the best, because chances are if you're going to get invaded by someone, you've got you've got a person who's like built to invade. And they've got the best of the best, and they can do insane damage. Yeah, definitely nowadays. Um, it's like all yeah. that's left playing. <laughs> yeah. And so that would be my one complaint, but also not really. Not I guess they needed even... something to farm for, you know? Yeah, I did it. I did it, and I had fun doing it. And whenever whenever I got that, that like, plus what? What's the best? 26% physical attack up with the stamina curse? Whenever you get that, the feeling you get of, oh, oh, yes, just two more to go. <laughs> feels amazing. Oh, that game. It is my favorite game of all time. Not just my favorite Soulsborne, but it is my favorite game of all time. Just absolutely everything about it. It's amazing. Yeah, would would be my number one, but I can't, I can't ever replace Oblivion. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I do. I do love Oblivion. So, if you haven't gathered by now, the lore behind these games is legendary. That's this isn't the... even like a fraction of everything. No, no, no it's absolutely. That not. was a quick little rundown. Yeah, this like... is in two and a half hours. The best we could. Um... A quick little rundown of one theory. Yeah, of one theory of everything for Bloodborne. Because yeah. then, if you get in super in depth and you start looking at individual bosses, it's going to cancel out 
something you thought about at one point and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh yeah. well, this contradicts that, so I guess that's out the window. And then yeah. you have to question, well, is, is this a case of an unreliable narrator? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, even, even just random flavor text on certain items yeah. can completely derail a theory to being mm-hmm. yeah. just false. It's, well, it's yeah. crazy. You know those pebbles that you get at the beginning of the game that you can throw? Mm-hmm. Those are eyeballs. Yeah, the other eyeballs. Yeah. Dried, dried eyeballs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, mm. I'm carrying around 999 of these in my pocket. Because <laughs> even, even when yeah. you look at just like the icon for it, the one that's always on the top center-ish and off to the side, you see like the really, really darkened, kind of dulled out like pupil part. Yes, the iris and everything. It's like, yeah. oh, it's that's bizarre. why the birds drop them. It's amazing. Oh, fucking... <sighs> Bird dogs and dog birds. Oh my gosh, that was just. They knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They knew yeah. exactly oh, Miyazaki's what they were doing. It's 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 hilarious though because it's like this is a nightmare. There are bird <laughs> dogs and dog birds, <laughs> the two most annoying enemies in the game. I feel like too because every time someone plays it for the first time and they they encounter like the crows, you're always like, oh man, imagine if they had like the opposite, like they were flipped, and then. They yep. <laughs> you you yeah. run into it later on. <laughs> it's awful. It's so weird, man. It's, it's Bloodborne is so freaking weird. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The com it's the best combat I think I've ever played. It is very very nice. It's fluid, it feels and good, smooth. The gun mechanic. I didn't know how the gun was going to work. When I when I heard Bloodborne was going to be like Dark Souls with guns, I was like. So then, what's the point of melee weapons? But boy, did they prove me wrong! Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just at first, a I thought the guns were just another, uh, another weapon, yeah. but then it's so fun to parry. Really is, oh, this is a gun. A, it's a tool. It's not a weapon. Yeah, you can make it a weapon on a on a uh, yeah. build. Yeah, there it's are possible. some like the uh, Evelyn and uh, the repeating pistol. Technically, yeah. has more DPS, but it uses two bolts per. Yeah, and uh, there's the like a, most... there's another weapon, another gun that they have too that you can do like a action cannon. Oh, cannon. Well, yeah. uh, the the <laughs> used to be rifle. able to I've... fucking bastards. Yeah, I've heard the piercing <laughs> rifle is pretty good. You can shoot through like a soul spear. I like how one of the early complaints of this game was that there aren't an, uh, aren't a whole lot of weapons in it compared to like Dark Souls, and compared to Dark Souls, there's really sure. not. But sure. there's there's more weapons in this game than you think. Yeah, there's still like a like a healthy chunk yeah especially when you include the dlc and they're all at least two different weapons combined Mm -hmm. yeah yeah each weapon is is technically two weapons in one and they're all fun i did a rider a rider palash build one of the the last ones i used that thing's super good especially if you get thrust damage gems i don't know if i've ever used it just shred and it's got you can parry with it it feels great You'll just be stabbing a dude, God, and I then you have to dust off my PS4 him. now because now I want to play Bloodborne again. Rider plus a penis for a second. <laughs> 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 dust dust, dust off my penis for it. Gosh, that is like that's a, another, an that's another thing, thing I don't though. like about Bloodborne. It is only on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people definitely don't consider the fact that every weapon is two weapons, and then they also mm-hmm. separate oh, yeah. the guns too much because the guns like. It, they all have like majority of them have like the parry mechanic, but they also always have like something else to it that you can utilize the gun mm-hmm. for, which yeah. people just sometimes I feel like they just don't consider that. Yeah. And style is the most important thing. Just pick the thing. Like this flamethrower. Oh, yeah. What are the things? Oh, those are good. Blood, I love yeah. Bloodborne because real good. armor stats, quote unquote armor stats and Bloodborne don't matter. 
Yep. Like the the uh-huh. stat the stats between different outfits are negligible at best. The things so that, wear whatever the fuck you want. It's the not resistances make a are the only yeah. things that yeah, and it's only for certain spots. Like it like Bloodborne is like basically just fashion souls at that. Mm, so, yeah, it really extent. is. Yeah. The only things that help are when you have um, madness resistant increased to a lot mm-hmm. for certain areas we have to run through. Maybe and you then want the ash I think like herb. yeah, and then like um maybe poison resistance and so yeah, that's yes. about it and that's it and every, you just every time you swap them on when you're fighting a boss like the um like the blood beast helps a lot mm-hmm. and then um fashion souls it up when you're done and, uh, that's all you gotta yeah. do and it was cool because it went back to the demon souls where you didn't upgrade your armor Dark Souls mm-hmm. 1 and 2, you upgraded your armor. I am I am of the persuasion that even in a game like dark souls you shouldn't be upgrading your armor anyway because it's not it doesn't really make a difference upgrade in, your in dark souls one there's a there is a difference upgrade your weapons upgrade your stats upgrade your yeah. shield don't necessarily well, unless you find the armor set you're going to be wearing for the rest of the game but i think you're going to be switching out armor too frequently to fashion is the most important upgrading you know? yeah yeah so yeah i feel like it, it in the games that have it it helps like it, it eventually it it makes like a big difference once it's like maxed out, but yeah. maybe I kind of wish I didn't word. have the like, obviously there's there's benefits to it, but I don't. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I, like pre- that. I prefer yeah. it not being like a thing that's there. Like, I'd rather just yeah. upgrade just... my weapons and spells yeah. and shit than have to mm-hmm. also now worry about armor because it's yeah. it's it uses like the same shit. So it's like, OK, yeah. more farming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even worry about yeah, it. it. Works, for Especially when Elden you League. have like uh, every fucking Dark Souls game has it. I think it's my, like I understand it to sort of an extent when they have the final upgrade material has an X amount and that's it per run. And then you have to do new game plus to get more. But like I don't like the stat difference isn't that insane of a leap to justify. Okay. I can only have like six slabs per run. And now I have to do new game plus to finish off these last two items that I'm also yep. using. It's like, uh, cause it's annoying seeing like, you know, plus <coughs> 20 or whatever, plus 20, plus 20, plus 20, plus 19. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. My OCD is very annoyed right now. Thank you. <laughs> now I got to beat it. Come all the way back, and now I can have fun again. I know. But yeah, it's just... Y'all can probably tell by just how much I had to say about Bloodborne. Oh, it's my absolute favorite. It's understandable. It is, it's, it's, it's an amazing fantastic. game. It's beautiful. I also love the boss soul weapon upgrades from the games. I always thought that was such a neat mechanic. Mm-hmm. Where you can get some like yeah. really shitty weapon and then use that as like the main material and you just throw a soul into it and it becomes just like God weapon. It's, it's yeah. so awesome. That, that was just demon souls and dark souls one though, isn't it? They can do it with DS three. You can turn. Oh no, you just get it. You just buy it with their soul. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'm see talking what you mean. like yeah. I can turn my long sword. Oh yeah. That's right. With DS three, you just gave the soul to Ludlith and he just, yeah, may gave you the turned weapon. it into it. Yeah, yeah. Or like mainstream. Or you it. could you could purchase it. Yeah, in yeah. Demon Souls and Dark Souls, you to get like you had to have to a get spare the Great Sword of Artorias. You needed a, a, great, a sword great sword yeah. to be like plus ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I you can use that. that along with the soul. And then you could upgrade that afterwards. Yeah, because it's like yeah, you're infusing your weapon with the soul, and it's transforming. Right. Yeah, that it's makes makes a lot cool. of sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. I forgot about that. Beautiful. These are, these are just three. Great you went to like the different, like the, that, that vendor guy on top of uh, one of the thrones. And he's like, yeah, Ludolith of Corland. And like, we didn't also, we also didn't talk. Like there's two different types of Artorius's great shield and dark souls. And there's at least two different art- great swords of Artorius. There's three, isn't there? There's the great sword of Artorius that's cursed. Does oh, more damage to gods. that's right. There's the great yeah. sword of Artorius that's blessed. And I think there's a pure physical great sword. of Artorius And those are too. dependent on what your weapon was that you chose to infuse. Something with. like that. Like you could use the great soul. Sif's the soul of Sif would make either Artorius's great sword or his great shield, the regular best uh, stability shield in the game. But then the soul of Artorius could make either the, the blessed or the cursed great sword of Artorius, I think. Don't recall. I've n- I've never done it because I there was you couldn't you can't really run a build effectively that uses that weapon that I would want to run because the stat allocation is insane. Even for the regular one, you had to have like int and faith in order to be able to use it, and it, but it doesn't scale with int and faith or something like that. I don't know. It was weird. Weapons like that, pretty rough. But I've always wanted to make an Arturius build. Yeah, Soul Sif is broken sword or straight sword hilt. And then and that would that would the Soul make... of Sif would make Great Sword of Artorius. Okay. And then if you used Great Sword or a straight sword with the soul, you get the cursed one. Okay. And then any shield would be the great shield. And then yeah. Artorius's soul would be the Abyss Greatsword, which is Ultra Greatsword, Regular Greatsword, or a Straight Sword. Oh, right. Plus his that's soul. A, yeah, I forgot wild. that you needed the broken one to get the actual one. Yeah, that, I forget Because that's that. the shit that people either get rid of or they just don't even bother picking up until you need it, then you can't find it again. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. All the uh, little secret things that you just don't... The, How do people uh, figure this out, you know? Like how did how did people play these games before the the the, uh, the wikis existed? The uh, the notorious <laughs> figure that the I have guide. has yeah, all three uh, great swords that you can like swap in and out, which is pretty cool. It's wild. Yeah, six hundred dollars well spent. <laughs> Hell yeah! Great games, fantastic games. I mean, that's why we did this two-parter, because we knew that we'd have a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Still so much more. The lore of Elden Ring. Yeah, we didn't really touch on the Elden Ring lore. I, I'll, I'll point out something real quick that I don't think a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. The Outer Gods, like, common theory in Japan is that they're not like on the level of the greater will. Let me explain. So for us, it's like when we see outer gods, we would think, oh, the greater will is also an outer god that just took over. And you have like the, the outer god of rot, outer god of death. But in, in Japan, they see it more like the greater will is the god. It is the creator god. Then you have nature deities, which makes sense. Because with the golden order, the current, standing of order underneath the greater will, which the greater will just seems to just want order in general. 
have these outer gods that are seen as outer gods because they don't fit within order. For instance, like the outer, the outer god of death is called an outer god because it can't fit in a world where there's no death. So, and that's why it seems to be all pissed off and <coughs> and has its death birds like going wild, and it's like because death can't exist. And like the outer god of rot seems bad, but it's actually, I mean, it's like it's that idea of stagnation again. It's like the outer god of rot is actually like a cycle of life and death. Like it's, it's you know, you decay, new life comes into being from from that death, and that, and that's what the the scarlet rot is all about. Because Caleb's not a wasteland. It's it's dying. But there's new plant life. There's new new life sprouting from it. And so none of these these things are actually bad just like the dark soul isn't bad just a shithole it's not a wasteland they've been pushed to insanity because it's you have you have made paradox something that's necessary like death you have made something as necessary for life as death a paradox is why those who live in death and Godwin dying was such a huge problem because it didn't fit in the golden order and the golden order is not just a set of rules laid by a king like it's the it's the current state of order in the world but it can't does it can't work but it has to which is why El, which is why everything fell apart I think for anyone uh listening you can't see right now lucas is maintaining very strong eye contact while he's talking about this and slowly undressing it's very sexual (laughs) yeah he's naked right now (laughs) he is now naked which is awkward for me because he's right it is very awkward but it happens i guess i'm just i'm just into it i'm getting into it guys come on (laughs) don't you you feel it so oh we feel it mr krabs this is, a, this is probably a dumb question, but I never finished the game, so what is the Elden Ring? It's a cock ring. I thought so! <laughs> so, the Elden Ring is actually a living A creature. cock ring. The Elden <laughs> Ring is the Elden Beast. It's a cock. Is a... Its head, its head is very yeah, on a cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you've seen it, you understand. It's a, it's a clitoris. <laughs> it's a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we found it, boys. We did it. Job well done. <laughs> it's, it's an act. It's a being called the Elden Beast that is sort of. It's the Elden Ring, <laughs> and the Elden <laughs> the Elden Ring is just a com. The Elden Ring is an amalgamation of laws that fit together to form the like the laws of nature, like in our world. Oh yeah, that's a very penisy monster. It's a it's a clit. <laughs> yeah. For example, like in our world, there would be a a, a a rune of gravity. There would be a rune of thermodynamics. You know, there would be runes for all for all these different laws, and that's what the Elden Ring is. It's the is the laws of nature. America's just like, let's just play jigsaw puzzles and see what we come up with. And she was like either afraid of dying because she was afraid of being usurped by the glow-eyed queen. She was like, well, I'll just remove death. Everything will be fine. Then, yeah. 
turns out you can't just mess around with that kind of stuff. And that's why I think the ending of The Perfect Order is the best, because it's sort of like, no, you can't just mess with stuff, even, even if you're a god queen. No, you're not above the laws of nature. Is you are just a person who's housing the Elden Ring. But mm. yeah. Then there's then there's Radigan, who's also America. Is Radigan and doesn't want America once, but they're the same person. It's fucking weird. It's wild. I love it. I love Elden Ring. Oh, so that, that explains too why Mike was confused about the, the horror loo thing last time too because he didn't progress oh. into that section yet mm-hmm. yeah first Elden Lord mm-hmm. and I don't know why the Elden Lord's necessary or if it's just a, tra- a traditional role you're necessary in that you have to go in there and whoop ass and so you become Lord because you've whooped ass which I guess is how God- Godfrey Lord. became yeah. Elden Lord he just whooped ass <laughs> yeah. Then you got the crucible and the omen, all that stuff, which is why it seems like the misbegotten and the omen are all just aspects of the crucible, which was the beginning of the Erd tree. It was like a group of sprouts from a dead stump. But different trees were starting to grow Fun fact. in different forms of life. Erd is German for Earth. Yeah. Earth tree. Mm-hmm. Mike Very loves cool. when there's just German shit sprinkled throughout the Souls games. He's like, hey, fun fact, in German. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I come. What's Grossmesser? <laughs> Grossmesser? A gross is like big Ocarine. or grand. And then Messer is a knife. Okay, yeah, there's, there's is it a, a weapon. Yeah, there's a, a um, the gross messer. Is it a big old, big old sword? No, no, a large knife is a fair name because it's a curved, <laughs> it's sword. a wand. Okay, it's a wand, <laughs> it it's a pair of boots. It means a big <laughs> knife, <laughs> it's a feather plumed hat. It's a very cool looking curved sword that I wish that's a gross messer. I wish you had more reason to use it, you know. Um. How long Both it took me to find Two that hands. there's that dungeon hidden in the back of uh, the Radon boss area. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that was like the last dungeon that I had to discover in that game. Well, that's funny. Yeah. I think I had looked it up because I was I had to I was looking for something and I had to go there. Yeah, that's what it was for me because I saw it in a guide and I'm like, where? And they mark it like there was like a picture where they mark it where it is. And mm. you you run forever it's it's, <laughs> it's yeah. such a big area it's just oh, the out there yeah yeah it's, it's just all, there, all the, very end. the way the tippy top and yeah. it's a hard one too yeah it's the, the enemies in there are and that's where everyone's just fucking people. fighting each other too like the entire yep the high, whole it's way through cool. and there's a boss like a war going on the boss is just another free spirit it's like oh how unique yeah, <laughs> it's funny like <laughs> Yeah, some of, some of them were kind of underwhelming. But it, like the, yeah. the the trees, it's funny. Like the first time you encounter one, how overwhelming they are, and dude, then you end dude. up fighting so many. Like the yeah. the one with the the rot was like, oh my, the gosh. worst thing in the world for so long for me. Yeah, luckily every time I have to fight it, it's because I'm 
well, I shouldn't say that. It's usually because I'm trying to get the the uh, talisman that increases uh, incantation damage. Yeah. So I usually have some stuff I can just throw at it from a limb. But sometimes I'm going there so I can get the talisman that increases damage upon successive attacks, which means I'm using a melee build, which means I have to go wrestle it. And I hate that thing so much. I wish you could use the prosthetic arm as a weapon. I know, right? <laughs> like, like if her katana functioned like a trick weapon of some sort. <laughs> that'd be so cool. You just got Melania's entire arm. The weapon. That would be wild. Like when you give the one to, uh, what's her face for the, the, the quest Listen. line? You're just like, yes. nah, I'm going like, nah, to keep it. And you just wield yeah. it and smack yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Backhand is like the weapon yeah. art. That would be so. You know what weapon I've never gotten that I really want to? It's the, the that mantis curved sword, the one that actually is a trick weapon. When you use an R two, it unfolds oh, and like doubles. You know the name of it? I can't picture it though. I think it's the mantis, and it's it's used by those uh, cemetery shades that have like the insects. Oh, uh, in yeah, 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 yeah. It's the shortest curve sword, unless you use its R2, then it's technically the longest, but also not technically, because the Wing of Estelle exists, which shoots projectiles with its R2. Yeah. It's the longest physical, physically, with its R2. And I thought about doing a Bloodborne run-through. Using yeah, that. R2 and... unfolds the blade. Yeah. It looks cool. It's just like it's insane how much shit is in Elden Ring. Yeah, it's a lot. I love how how you can do ten faith builds and they all be completely different. Love that. Love the incantations in this game because I I have a Golden Order incantation build. I have I've done a dragon incantation build. I'm doing a beast incantation build. You can do a rot incantation build. You can do an Erd tree incantation build. You can do a lightning incantation build. It's insane. And and then with magic, it's like, what shape would you like your blue crystal to be in today, sir? I'm looking at uh, the wiki hmm? for like all the weapons, and uh, it's it's new for Elden Ring. I don't think they have they don't have this on any of the other ones, but they have um, a range comparison graph yeah. for it's, like every single weapon type it's yeah wild so useful so and useful. if you look at uh the whips it looks like just like a huge penis <laughs> yeah and the whips are barely different from each other like you look at the at the, the length difference the colossal weapons have like the steepest difference yeah yeah there's a huge the curved swords have a really steep difference it says the curved rotten great axe has the shortest range Colossal weapons, yeah. To the falling star, which is the highest range, is literally double. Yeah, it's nuts. The falling star beast job is actually a really fun weapon. Now that they've fixed um it uh what's that called? I cannot remember the name of it now. You would attack at the same time. Someone would be using a dagger and you'd be using a colossal and you just miss entirely because they staggered you but didn't stagger you. Hit Uh, punch. Hit punch. Annoying. I think it's called hit punch. I don't know, but they fixed that now, and so you can actually trade. 
that weapon being as long as it is and doing thrust damage to use a counterattack build. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> sure, part of it's magic damage, but very little of it. And it's actually war is really useful too. Unless you're a ganker. Don't gank. Ganking is for cowards. For weenies. Yeah. <laughs> go to go to weenie. Fucking weenies. Fucking weenie. These games are so it's good. Cool. I haven't seen these. I'm looking at like all these charts. Pretty interesting. A lot of them are very similar, but like that colossal difference is wild. It is. It is wild. Colossus. Oh. <laughs> Spears are pretty wildly different too. The pike being the longest. Yeah, standard spears are very different. The great spears are not that much, but yeah, short no. spear of the pike is also. Double massive, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, is there anything else we want to say about lore in the, with the Soulsborne games? Yeah, we can't. If we were to start more, we'd go for five hours. <laughs> on just one part game. three coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love these games. They're so good. They're just—they're amazing. They're more than good, but yeah, they're era-defining. Mm-hmm. They really are. Like, they introduced a whole other whole subgenre. Oh yeah, they gaming birthed a genre. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane. And then you do, there's like bajillion types of games that want to be Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Majority, very of the time, few of them. They can't hang. Turn out to be any good. Nope. And a big part of that is because of like the the world building and the lore. Mm-hmm. Like if your game is too straightforward about what it is and what the the lore is, it's not a Souls game. No, I'm looking forward to the new Lords of the Fallen. I really am. Yeah, I yeah. Get that because I I really did enjoy the first one. I tried to play through that first one like three times and I couldn't get past the first area. <laughs> <laughs> I, I not because it. it was hard, but because I got bored. Yeah. It I does like have it. one boss fight that I really thought was cool. The one in uh, the the cemetery where you have to utilize the um, yeah, uh, like the mausoleum coverings with the it's like mm-hmm. it's like a bell or some shit. You have to hide There's, under when he does his like massive AOE thing. Yeah, it's something like that. It's that a cool tough. fight. I I liked all the fights. I think I don't remember the first boss is kind of dumb. It's just like a generic. Knight. Yeah, it's a generic knight. Uh, the the one with the giant shield. It was pretty cool. He it's like another him. game where they had a lot of cool features and stuff, like the mm-hmm. armors and the weapons and stuff like that. It was they're all designed and looked really cool. But I, I don't know. Like it's I, I kind of like it to say like I didn't dislike Lords of the Fallen. There was just something about it where it just it didn't it didn't stick that well. Like it wasn't a bad game. Mm-hmm. I think. It's Definitely interesting that they're choosing like a to whole game. reboot it. Yeah, it it, it felt like a like, an like indie, a demo, I guess. Yeah, or something. It was like one of the first games to like try to be a Soulsborne game. Yeah. Have you played um, uh, like that and Neo were like the first ones? Uh, Bound by Flame tried to, but that game flopped terribly. I played that. I yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Did either of you play Mortal Shell? Yes. No, I haven't played Mortal Shells again. Did, what, do we, what did you think of Mortal Shell? I loved Mortal Shell. Yeah, I did. I really did too. cool game. The mechanic behind, like the um, like hardening, solidifying yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt as like your parry. So good. I think it's on Game Pass. 
It is. They have the uh, the enhanced editions on Game Pass. I actually mained the very first shell that you got. It's the best one. Yeah. It, I mean, it's balanced, and its its main thing is being good at hardening. You could do one where you could harden twice like without me. having to recool. <laughs> yeah, that was super fun. I hardening I is fun. Thoroughly enjoyed yeah. that game. I'm I'm very excited to see what you, else you'd probably like it because it, it it utilizes taking over husks uh, instead of like armor sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then That's each cool. yeah, each husk has like its own weapon. But then as you unlock more, you can ah, hence the shell mix and yep. mash. Yeah. yeah. And like you can, so, so you can good. have like the hyper armor fucking super heavy dude, but where like the, the rogue assassins like dual daggers as your weapon type. Yep. Be like cool. really quick with the attacks, but be like really tanky and, and like right. uh, taking damage and stuff. I, yeah, I, I literally beat the game using the first shell and just the, the first. Great I like sword. games that are like that, where you can get through the whole game with just the th- first thing yeah. gives you, but you can still. Yeah, it's just a, it's just an option. Else. The the really fast one, ha- you can level them up to where poison actually heals you. Oh, wow. which is super yeah. useful in that first. That's really a cool. lot of poison. Yeah, yeah. It, it's but, it's a cool game. It's even it's like on, on like all the wikis that like the, the starting everything is like the best because it's just so well balanced and feels the best. Yeah. But like you can still try all the other stuff out because it's, oh, it's yeah they're, they're all it's it's like bloodborne weapons the shells mm-hmm. and the weapons it's like bloodborne weapons mm-hmm. they're all they're all equal they serve different different niche mm-hmm. tasks i'll have to give it a shot especially since it's on game pass I oh it's so it. good yeah, yeah. just remember that then your attacks felt good i remember using the great sword like you hold it what's that called like in the combo you'll grab the blade and just smack them with your hilt, oh yeah, which was which is an actual mm-hmm. like tactic used in the Middle East, mm-hmm. Middle Ages. Yeah, because their gauntlets were strong enough to where they could hold the blade. No, that. you could do it barehanded too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll cut. If most leather gloves, it would cut through leather gloves just like it would your hand. But you can hold a blade and squeeze it. It ain't going to cut you. It cuts you if you slide. Oh uh, yeah, so you have to be gripping it really if hard. If you're holding it, you're not going to slide. You can't be sweating but, at all. No, I can't remember what that what that dance is called. But you, you just do it. You're just attacking. Risky. You're doing it. Then you just grab the blade. And I lose my fingers him, instantly, man. Smack him upside the head with the hilt. It's That's so good. showing off at that point. Did yeah. you guys ever play the Surge? Yes. The first game sucks. Part two is very good. I started the first one. Never, and that was. It. I got pretty far in the first one. I that never it. finished it because it's it it's really confusing, especially for a Souls game because with like where to go. Like it, it the, the level layout isn't very isn't very good. <laughs> no, I never had a desire to keep going nor to ever pick it up. I, I thought the combat was really fun and I thought the, the it's like a mech game but without being a, a mech, it's just your your suit that you're in. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. The so loot I really like this cool too. We were like, Oh, that guy's uh gauntlets are cool. So you target them, shoot them off and they can loot them. It's pretty Yeah, dope. it's kinda like a dismemberment cool. option, yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. I never played part two, but I heard it was pretty good. I was I was happy to see it get a sequel because I thought it was really interesting when it first came out. Same part two like fixed all the complaints that people had with the first game. It's really That's good. good. That's it's good. a really well made game. I wanted to see it do well, but remnant, I just, not my thing. Remnant games are very good too. Those look good. I haven't played those. I heard Remnant Two is really good. Remnant Two is fucking sick because they have like a whole uh, RNG factor between like your world layouts. 
Hmm. So well, your your zones will be different depending on like who's playing and like when you make a new cool. playthrough. So you I can have different bit. first bosses than other people. It's, it's pretty sick. Nice. Oh, that's I did nice. play a little bit of the first one. It was really good. Two hard, but it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, one was really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a game like that where I was I was happy to see that it's getting a sequel because two is yeah. incredible. I feel like if it was more more popular, it would definitely be a heavy contender for Game mm-hmm. of the Year because it's it's legitimately oh, wow. a very very well made game. I'll, That's I'll awesome to look into that. Yeah, I, want, I also want to play uh, Salt and Sacrifice. Yeah, I haven't played Sacrifice yet, but I played Sanctuary. And I oh yeah. It beat that with uh Sound sanctuary is really good to two i heard a lot hammer. of people say that uh sacrifice was kind of disappointing in the fact that it didn't really add anything to the yeah. first game they said it felt like more like an expansion if anything or the pvp like, and what they left cooperation out. aspect seemed cool yeah so I just I, like I, i'm waiting for like a play. sale because i love the first one so much mm-hmm. oh gosh yeah lucas did you play neo i played a little bit of the first one the second oh, one, the I think, game. I think the second one is better. I preferred the second one. Yeah. yeah, really. It felt like it was more of an RPG. Yeah, mm. obviously oh, the first fair. one was, but the second one just had more. Like, you could actually create your character. It looks fun. The weapons look really fun. It's very fun. Yeah, I, I, I like. I enjoyed both of them. I, I really liked the first Neo, and I actually finished it. I think. I, I, um, I and then Neo Two, I actually liked a lot. I remember fighting a dude on a boat after like the first area. Just I don't remember if I even beat him, but I just lost it. Yeah, first. that's the first boss. It's a very small, cramped room. Hmm. I just remember losing interest. The stance mechanic was really, really cool, where you can switch I stances do to that. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know. Two didn't sit with me. I didn't really care for it. I feel like the the bosses were all way too overtuned in that game, where it got just like annoying to play. Yeah, I can see. I that. think that's fair. I love the one though. Co-op in two, I guess, yeah, was, made things a little better. But I, I love Neo One. I played a lot of mm. that game. Yeah, it was. It's I'll really have to good. retry it. There's it's so many things good. I need to try. I just want a Bloodborne spiritual successor so bad. Mm-hmm. Do what, just more of what Bloodborne. What is. Elden Ring is to mm-hmm. Dark Souls, we need that for Bloodborne. That'd be cool. That'd be wild. That'd be. Have insane. you seen uh, Lies of P? I've seen. Parts of it, yeah. I don't it's know looking kind of like a Bloodborne type. It's it's Pinocchio. Demo is very long too. If you're interested, mm-hmm. it's like a four hour long demo. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's looking like a pretty competent souls like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'll look into that. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm so going cool. To have to use the restroom. Okay. We're probably about how long are Watch. we? How long are we in? <laughs> <laughs> Three hours thirteen or thirteen minutes. Okay. Dang, yeah. so we'll probably be wrapping up here anyway. So okay, yeah. yeah so we'll go. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Did for you guys have anything else guy. to add? Mm, Lies of Peas out soon. Like two weeks, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, we got sure. a lot of good games coming out soon. I think it's. I think oh, it's oh, like oh, September seventeenth. I gotta go. My wife's about to take a shower. Lies of P. Mortal Kombat One is coming out. September nineteenth. Nineteenth. Oh wow! That's that's sooner than I thought. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's going to be on Game Pass. Oh, cool! So, not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure it's it's listed to go on there. Dude, I, I I I enjoy my Xbox Series S, but like Game Pass is what makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. So many Game Pass games. is pretty like, great. Like Starfield is a game that I like have almost no like desire to play, 
But like, since it's going to be on Game Pass, I might go ahead and give it a try just because. Yeah, I have it pre-installed. I'm not spending the, the 35 to play it early. I'll just wait for Tuesday. Yeah, no, I'm not spending I'll, any I'll money on that thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it a gander for sure. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's 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 nice because Game Pass has uh, when I checked yesterday, it's like 390 games, I think. And then like PS Plus, I think the only issue with Plus is for whatever godforsaken reason they chose to not allow you to download PS3 games is like the one mm-hmm. thing that sets it back behind Game Pass. Yeah, because, you have to like stream them. Yeah, like game count wise. PS Plus has like 900 titles to choose from, mm-hmm. but a good chunk of that is the PS3 games and they're all stream only. So if your Wi-Fi right. is not really good, it's a it's a huge pain in the ass because there's such massive input delay. Like luckily now, thank God I can do it because I have like a new new router and really good Internet. But like. How hard is it to just let you download some PS3 games like every other <laughs> option on there you can download? I don't I don't understand it. It frustrates right. me to no end because there's yeah, so many. Dumb. But Xbox is like, yeah, hey, download it, keep it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, download whatever the fuck you want. We don't give a shit. Backwards compatibility, yeah, yeah whatever. Here, here's some stuff. yeah, for real. I do wish it's, they it's didn't stop um, adding like back compat games because there's there's a lot that I like look up to try to find, and they're not mm-hmm. backwards compatible. And they stopped adding them like two years ago for whatever mm-hmm. reason, which really bums me out. But... Yeah, there's a lot of older games that I would really like to like to play. Yeah. I still have so many in my backlog, though. Like, I still need to check out Oblivion because I want to play it. It's one that I'm going to have to devote a lot of time to. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. But, anywho, I think that about does it for this. Yeah, I guess so. We'll uh, we'll get our, um, whatever, our second recap at some point and get that up. Yeah, yeah. So if you're... Transition uh, over. If you're subscribed to us on Spotify, uh, you can see there's one bonus episode out now where we did kind of halfway through this season, and uh, there will be one coming up shortly, uh, kind of recapping uh, the whole season one, and then we'll start season two soon. Yeah, we'll have to, um, we'll have to figure out what we want to start with, because we have yeah. like a whole list of episodes. We've got, we a, we've got a bunch of ideas. We just don't know in what order we want to do them, so. Yeah. I feel like it'll be after, fun to talk through. Yeah, after talking about this episode, I want to do like a, a Souls like episode at some point too. Yeah, that could be. Or we talk about everything except for Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's a lot. Have you you watch Iron Pineapple, right? I do. Yes, I. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's steam dumper, dumpster diving. Yeah, there's like twenty of seven those. Seven Souls likes games. Yeah, those are amazing. Be, yeah, it's so good, and there's a lot of really good ones on there. Ones that I I want to play. <laughs> I love how like a, a majority of the time it's just uh, because it has like a dodge mechanic, like a dodge roll. It's a, it, it's a soul. And it's like, OK, so I was like, yeah, I guess I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Iron Pineapple is one of the best uh, Dark Souls content creators. Hey, it's just, it's just the mail. It's OK. That's They're leaving in the bathroom right now. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, that'd be a fun idea. Yeah, I think that's a good one. And I guess, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing our horror one because we have Halloween coming up. We got Halloween soon coming enough. up soon. Yep. For and, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll plot and plan and pick something out. I'm looking start. forward to it. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the socials. 
Um, check out our merch on our website, tiltedcasualspodcast.com. That's that's what it is, right? Are they right? Yep. Perfect. Yeah, we got merch. Buy our merch because we like money. Um, <laughs> um, if you don't want to spend any money, that's perfectly fine. Just uh, help spread the word. Tell everybody about this mid-podcast. If you want to spend a tiny bit of money, just subscribe to us. $3 yeah, a like month. it's like three bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah, some bonus episodes, which we'll be doing more of after we got our Season one jitters out, and we can yes. yeah, we figure to things past, out a little better. We wanted to get past our top ten, so that we can. So yeah, we'll yeah. be on the lookout for that. Now the world but, opens up. Yes, this is it's tutorial complete, and now it's like it's like in, in Breath of the Wild when you leave the the glyph side for the first time, and the entire map opens up. So. Yeah, walking out of the little tomb in Elden Ring, and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> this place is fucking huge. This is big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, thanks a lot, guys. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Mwah. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around so long. It's kind of, kind of crazy that it's, it's gotten here so quickly. I know it's crazy. It seems like just, just yesterday we started this thing. So I know we're, what is it? It's like three months in now. I think something like that. Yeah. Episodes, some shit. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's been fun. I uh, I really like doing this. So I'm glad we decided to start. Me too. It's it, it's I I look forward to every single week because of it. Yeah. Me too. Hopefully more people will as well. Yes, exactly. No one's told us to stop doing this shit yet, so. And even if they did, we're not listening. So. Exactly. So don't even try. Tough poop. Tough poop indeed. So, anywho, uh, thanks everyone so much. We will catch you next week. You sure shall. Adios, peoples. Bye bye.